0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions.
2: 18 plus.
0: NATO was formally blamed
1: sabotage for the destruction of the Nord Stream pipeline and vowed to collectively respond with their military alliance. And members of NATO are outright saying Russia did it. So uh, we kind of know where this is going. This could be a uh, uh, burning of the Reichstag for our generation or it could be nothing. I was reading about uh, Fort Sumter and uh, one of the things said by uh, it was the Confederate general that they didn't know if that was going to be a great battle or just nothing because we really don't know. We are in the thick of it. This could be everything or it could be nothing. So maybe World War Three. I don't know. You also have the possibility of war with China because a new report shows that China's opening police stations in foreign countries like the United States, Canada, and uh, all over Europe. I think they have about 50 police stations in, in Europe. Why? I don't know. It's, uh, they're saying it's a violation of international law. They're claiming it's to monitor their own citizens. But that means they're setting up parallel governance in other countries, even in ours. So, uh, yeah, not a good thing. And then considering the, the, the risks we face with all of this, I want to play for you a video, another video, I guess another, another video, of Joe Biden getting lost and wandering around with Mr. Burns' hands, confused Aww. as they try to call out to him and stop him from wandering away. I, I, were just, you know what, man, instead of being down about it, maybe we'll order some wings, get some beers, some pizzas, and just kick back and watch some, some comedy shows or something. Joining us today, are or actually, before we get started, head over to TimCast.com, become a member. As a member, you will be supporting our journalists who rely on your generous memberships to keep doing their jobs. That's how we support the news arm of TimCast. But as a member, you also get access to the uncensored after hours show. Those, goes up at 11, those go up at 11 p.m. And also Cast Castle, Tales from the Inver- Inverted World. And we have more shows that are currently in development. So it's going to be re- uh, really fun. And we're uh, we're hiring more journalists all the time. So uh, support our work. Click join us over at TimCast. We're going to have that members only show up tonight at 11. Don't forget to smash the like button. Subscribe to this channel. Share the show with your friends. Joining us to talk about all this is Mark Owsley.
3: Hello, how are you?
1: I'm good. Who are you?
3: you? Well, I am Mark Owsley. I am a white trash former academic, uh, host of the Unwokeable podcast out of the state of Oklahoma. And, you know, I'm fighting undercover wokeness in red states. So thank you for having me here. I really appreciate it.
1: Right on. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, it's good. We also have uh, the t-shirt merchant himself, Luke (laughs) Rodkowski. Hey, guys.
4: My name is Luke Kudkowski of WeAreChanged.org. And as you know, I'm a very serious person. And I wanted to, once again, Fully, really now uh, apologize for my antics the last few days. They were very unprofessional. It wasn't, it wasn't right for me to say all those things, the, the Bill Gates move, boom moobs. And, and again, I promise I'll be, I'll be a lot more serious from now on. The shirt I'm wearing right now is also very serious. It reads, in a world filled of lies, truth is always a conspiracy. You could get the shirt on thebestpoliticalshirts.com because you do. I'm here. Thanks for having me. Your jersey's crooked behind you. Oh, sorry, let me get that really quickly here. Hold on.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is Is yeah. uh, that, as that, as that I, good right now? Yeah, get this a man a better. flute That looks better That looks great Really look, good looking As I often they, mention There are
1: people who are just listening to this Like not watching the video And they're like It just went quiet I have no idea what's happening
2: <laughs> You should definitely be
1: watching The video experience expi- Yeah, we, we need to get like Someone with like a really deep voice
2: <laughs> and He there stands was a big and turns <laughs> The curse were were of this world. Gigantic butt cheeks. <laughs> knock over a bottle as he turns to straighten a jersey. Thank you, Luke Rukowski. Yeah. Thank you. Also, I'm back after a night off, um, desperately just suffering along with these people in, in Florida, I'm sure. I mean, not the way they are, unfortunately, unfortunately or unfortunately, but man, I, I feel some pain down there. I tried, I meditated. I, it's just, I mean, what can you do? It's a hurricane and. Pretty devastating. I'm gonna roll a twenty sided die, see what kind of recovery I can bring to this evening. I got a I got a nine. Ooh. Maybe it's a six. Sad. Well either way, the night's gonna get hotter. We're so, gonna say nine. Yeah. So bundle yeah. up better. Nine's yeah. better. Yeah. <laughs> bundle up like Gavin Newsom in the middle of a heat wave.
5: That's right. Well, tonight's show is off to a great start. Thank you for joining us, Mark. I'm very excited to talk about what we have to talk about tonight. Let's get going.
2: Here's the first story we got from the Wall
1: Street Journal. NATO formally blames sabotage for Nord Stream pipeline damage. Military Alliance says it would be prepared to defend its infrastructure from attacks in a ratcheting up of tensions between Russia and the West. It's a little bit worse than that. They said... NATO said the series of leaks in the Nord Stream pipelines between Russia and Europe were the result of sabotage and that attacks on its members' infrastructure would be met with a collective response from the military alliance. So let's just say, they're—they. They, I'm assuming they're not talking about Nord Stream, but they, may, they might be because Germany relies on it. But it's a weird thing because I'm trying to figure out what they're trying to say. Okay, are they blaming Russia for it directly? No, but several member states are. If they are, it's very weird that they're like, Our adversary's infrastructure was blown up and we'll retaliate if someone blows up our infrastructure. It's like, uh, it sounds like you blew it up and now you're worried they're going to blow up yours. So I don't know, World War Three or what, what do you think?
4: It's it's not a good ge- geopolitical situation for everyone involved here. Everyone's gonna lose, everyone's gonna suffer. The people of Europe are gonna go without energy. Russia is of course already dealing with a lot of consequences because of the war. The US embassy just announced that any American in Russia should leave immediately. Putin is also set to annex large parts of Ukraine, which is going to set the groundwork for a possible nuclear attack on territory that now he claims is his and, and, and again, it's It's a messy situation. It's a very complex situation. We should be calling for de-escalation. And sadly, all we're seeing on the corporate media is escalation, putting more fuel on the fire, which is dangerous for everyone and stupid, in my opinion.
1: It it looks like... Uh, Vladimir Putin may go with the Zap Brannigan uh, strategy. <laughs> Are you guys familiar with this? No, 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 no. It oh, uh, no. It's Please. where he sends wave after wave of his own men just into the onslaught until it completely overwhelms. Now, that's a joke, right? But that's actually yeah. the traditional Russian strategy. It is. So, Historically. Right. Mm-hmm. So during World War II. Uh, so this is amazing. I've got a Soviet. Um, what is it called? I think it's called the P-64. I could be wrong. I don't know if you know this. It's Polish. And it was uh, from the Cold, uh, Cold War. It is a small. It's a nine millimeter Makarov. It's a handgun, mm-hmm. and it's uh, ergonomical only for your right hand, which is okay, I guess. It's not inclusive. And nobody ever wants to use it at the range. You know why? It bites into yes. your hand. It hurts. Ugh. And so it's 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 fun to have these Soviet bullets, these Makarov bullets. But the thing is, when they were making guns, they were like, they don't care if it hurts. They don't care if it's made of crap. They're just going to make a ton of them and crank them out and give them to everybody and say, go for it. So they, ma- I, th- I think the story was in World War II. They mass produced a ho- whole bunch of garbage tanks. Mm-hmm. And then Germany was like, we're going to make really good tanks that were really hard to make. And then Russia just stormed through with all of them blowing up. And they're like, more is better. So yeah, it looks like as much as I can joke about Futurama, with, all- with the conscription of 300,000 men and the reporting that he could even bring up to uh, up to a million, seems like the annexing of the territory strategy is going to be, okay, how many Ukrainians are there? Screw it. Just send 300,000 guys there and, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll win.
3: Yep. That, well, that's all it takes. Overwhelming force. That's always been Russia's main main way of doing things. And th- th- they have very little care for human life in general. Well, and that's, that's what we've seen from Putin over and over and over again.
4: That's what it, we've seen from almost every government. That is <laughs> true. That is true. Yeah.
3: But especially the Russians, yeah. especially the Soviets. That's, I mean, when Stalin was just you know, mass murdering people, mass taking people, starvation. He didn't care about the people. He didn't care about the people on the ground. It's what his overall goal was because... It's the-
1: it's, it's true, but I just don't think that's unique. That's true. You, you know, I mean, Barack Obama blew a bunch of kids. Yeah. It's not the same as, you know, Holodomor or anything like that. Yeah. So there's certainly people who are substantially worse. That I understand. But I just think, you know, governments... This is what they do. Yeah, well,
2: World War One was pure attrition. It was just trench it, warfare yes, well, against machine but guns. I,
3: but I think the but re- also in World
4: War One they used to cut underground underground cables and and mess with each other's infrastructure. So we have to understand that this was an act of war. What are going to be the larger ramifications of it? Are something that is dangerous for everyone? Escalations sorry i cut you off no it's
3: okay no i I just think the higher you get up in the in the escalon of things high atop the thing the less you care about the people below you because you don't see them you don't deal with them you don't you don't see what they're uh, doing on the ground you don't see their families you don't see that they can't pay their bills that they can't get groceries they can't get gas i mean it it's all to varying levels of degrees but as you get higher up in in power that's that's how people tend to look at it. I think about that
2: with like the opioid crisis too. I I hear a lot about people and like, oh, and his wife got addicted to opioids and then she died. And and part of me is like, wow, how, how stupid she was. And then I realized like, if that was my family member and you see someone suffering from drug addiction, Mm -hmm. it's no, it's like one of the most suffer like gut wrenching, horrible, painful experiences because it's so helpless feeling.
3: Well, but that's especially true because my, both of my parents passed from no opioid addiction. We didn't know that that's what it was back then. You, they, we got to remember where we were at that point. When when my parents were taking Oxycontin, it was because the doctor gave it to them. Yeah. And yeah. And, and so we didn't know that they were addicted to those drugs. We didn't know that it's basically synthetic heroin that you, know, you can abuse at any given point. And so we thought it was helping them, but it was really killing them, right? And so we have to remember where we were in history at that point. We look back on it now, of course we know it's an opioid crisis. Of course we know, but the pharmaceutical companies know, but they were high atop the thing. Right? They didn't care about the people on the ground. They were making their money.
1: I'm looking at, you know, it's funny because we talk, we, we talk about civil war, the potential for civil war quite a bit. And now the lead stir we have is that NATO is basically saying...
0: That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. We will respond as a collective. I mean, mm-hmm. this this is this is the door being knocked on of the NATO military alliance saying we will go to war with Russia. Yeah. But inside the United States, we have a decrepit, decaying, demented old man as a president. No one, most people don't even believe he's in charge. We've got an opioid crisis. We've got a, a, a economic collapse. The market's tanking. It's a... Uh, I don't know where this is going. But, 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 but uh, I don't, I,
4: is it bad? But, but, no, Tim, absolutely not. We have a great vice president in Kamala Harris. She's a very strong, very thoughtful, very intelligent leader that just signed an official alliance with North Korea. North Korea will now be fighting officially on our side, according to the vice president of the United States <laughs> well, with her on.
2: statements earlier on today. So in the White House transcript, they struck the word no. North. <laughs> no, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Wait, did we actually? Did she actually sign
3: some sort no, of? No no, 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 no. She
4: officially no. She, okay, let me explain this. You want you want to explain this? Go ahead.
3: No, well, she she was giving a speech in front of in front of some cameras, and she said that we have we have great partners with North Korea. Like, we are great partners with North Korea. And I, I think it was it, it was more than that. It yeah. was.
1: Yeah, she said something like a strong military. Oh ally yes. Or oh something.
3: yes, she was like she it meant, was like.
1: She meant to say South yes, Yeah, she did.
3: Yeah, but you still don't have to strike that from the record.
1: They struck it. Uh, there, that, there's, that, a, there's a line through it. <laughs> I think, I think, this is what people are posting on Twitter. I need to fact check it, but, you know.
3: Yeah, well, but, yeah. I, you shouldn't what do you do? You should be striking that.
1: You shouldn't. I think it was uh, Daniel Turner, actually, who tweeted it out. Because he mentioned that uh, in the past, they've actually outright altered the transcript. Remember when Biden mm-hmm. said, repeat the line? Yes. They, they were like, he said, let me repeat the line. No, he didn't. No. We all heard him. Well. I,
2: Oh, I saw that Kareem Jean-Pierre podcast. I was going to call it that one clip where they're like, the reporters are really getting concerned with Biden's mental health. They're like, "Dude, okay, but he, you know, he did say top of mind about no, he a did, dead person. He did say where is he, the dead he person. He did keep asking for someone that it, it was dead, thinking they were in the room. Like, what is going on?
3: Well, at least he has an excuse, though. That's that's what scares me about Kamala Harris. It's like, okay, at least it, Biden's is an older man, right? He's obviously doing a very hard job. It's not hard to be vice president, okay? I mean, uh, many have said it's not worth the, you know, pissing a boot. Yeah, you know, right? It's it's not a hard job. But she still has these very, she can't speak correctly. You know, you know, you know?
1: me meme I, I really like is the, um, um, ah, oh, what's that? What's that show, uh, where it, Im- impractical jokers or something like what, what's yeah yeah yes, you know, they're all laughing yes. the guys backstage looking yeah, at the screen one.
4: making another guy do something through, yeah so uh, like yep. we, we need to make a meme
1: of Karine Jean-Pierre and then it's the guys <laughs> that like okay now just say a bunch of random words and then she talks and then it's them laughing <laughs> like she's a master she,
2: of improv that's why we keeps hired her she saying
1: random things and you're like I, I look I know the whole thing's a spectacle but like Going up there and not saying proper sentences is yes. just a chat. It, it makes move. me angry, and it's, I gotta control a, my anger. It's a total chat move. All she would every have, day. All
3: she would have had to say to get past that was go. The president meets a lot of people. The president is talking to a lot of people. He didn't remember uh, that that maybe she had passed away in that moment. That's uh, all yeah, that's she would have much. had to she say. She could have just
1: said. He clearly misspoke. Yes. What more if, do you want? If she he made an like,
2: accident, accidents happen. If she was like, yeah, yeah I don't okay. know what's wrong with them. Would she be fired the next day? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but <laughs> I don't know. What, they, they can't speak but, the but, truth. But, but wait, yeah.
1: like, you, you understand, Ian, like phrasing it that way is actually like one of the worst possible ways to right. phrase it. Yeah. But right.
2: would she be fired? As my, would she like the next day? Would they have a new speaker if she was? If no. If she did that? or well, no,
3: no, because she was, you know, it would be one of the greatest days now. in American history. I know.
2: She should get honest for a minute and save the republic.
1: Could you imagine if someone, a reporter, was like, uh, "Just today, the president called out to a deceased geo representative. Why would he do that?" Something's wrong with him. I don't know what. (laughs) (laughs) I'm running for president one day. Yeah, Yeah. that's why I feel like a a press secretary, Michael Malice, would be so much fun. Oh yes, because he just say like. (laughs) <laughs> something's wrong with them. You know you asked <laughs> you if like
2: World War 3 and civil this is these World War 3 and civil war the, during World War 1 the Russians had a civil war. So like it can be both at once. That's really mm-hmm. what concerns me if that if some crazy war breaks out overseas in Europe and Asia as if we think it's going to stay there that then there would be chaos internally. It's like dude, you saw that the communist revolution brought a, a century of murder and decay mm-hmm. and then a split up into what they have now which is no Baltic Black Sea access. Like they've had to fight to try and get back access to the Mediterranean because after the Soviet Union was split up, whoever the oligarchs were that chose who got what said, no, Russia's not going to get Sevastopol. They're too strong. We want to block them off from the Mediterranean. But Russia
1: did have, have, they have a naval base there. And so they were like, okay, this is part of Ukraine, but we don't care that Russia uses it and people there speak Russian. That's why Russia moved in and take it when Ukraine was was entertaining joining the EU or NATO.
2: And they're trying to give Donbass, make it uh, autonomous. At least this is what Dave Smith was saying on Rogan was the the word on the street when they were negotiating a peace deal. Ukraine and Russia is like, we're gonna make Donbass, the Eastern version of Ukraine autonomous. I don't know if that means give it back to Russia, keep it as Ukrainian, make it its own state, make it independent and no NATO troops in Ukraine as pre-decided before 2014, after the fall of the Soviet Union, it was decided we're not gonna put NATO forces on Russia's Because now Russia's good now. Now that the <laughs> Soviet Union's gone, they can be a federation and work with us. And um, tell me but about But NATO's,
1: NATO's just been expanding,
2: yeah. and and now they're now they're now Finland
1: potentially joining. So it's funny because I was reading one article and it said Russia's unprovoked invasion of Ukraine, and I'm just like, okay, first of all, that's just an opinion piece. Right. Like unprovoked. You can argue that NATO expansion was a provocation. You can argue it wasn't. You can argue whether or not a country wants to join NATO. Russia still has no right to invade Ukraine. But there's certainly... I I don't know if provocation is the right word, but there are reasons behind why these things are happening. It's not like...
4: this is a complicated matter that goes back decades and has been escalating slowly and surely and, and many people saw everything coming many people saw the writing on the walls uh, putin is set to give a speech tomorrow specifically about this uh, particular event about his annexation of now more ukrainian territory as his troops look like they're also losing in a very important key city of Lyman right now. And it's also important to note here uh, from a lot of the videos and a lot of the photos, some of it is propaganda, but it doesn't look like the Russians are having a lot of military success inside of Ukraine. And when you look at the photos, when you look at the videos, it's, it's overwhelmingly uh, a lot of Russian hardware being destroyed. So, you know, just seeing that just just highlights, you know, the situation is getting desperate. This is a complicated situation. We don't know who to believe. Everyone's lying from each side here. There's a lot of disinformation. There's a lot of propaganda. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what he will announce tomorrow, as I will be keeping a, a, keeping a very close. Eye on it
3: well and there's a lot of money being made by replenishing everything that's being blown up
0: yeah you know and
3: that's that's that there's a that comes down to it man it's always hey how can we get more and more stuff in there more and more billions of dollars worth of munitions so we can put more and more in there when it gets blown up
2: that's when we're talking about this we, pipeline it, my first thought was cia second thought was corporations like yeah. the, the corporations that are profiting off of the war mm-hmm. right the the so this new baltic pipeline
1: Whoever is running gas through there has a real good interest in, sh- in, in taking away leverage from Russia. but I want, I want to say one last thing on, on, on this you know look right now we're dealing with a whole lot in this country with the, with the hurricane and uh, there's a lot of damage down there. so that's why it's very very important that uh, we have a, a, a decisive president who takes the initiative and sends tremendous relief to Ukraine.
2: Oh my gosh
1: yeah the billions of dollars over there it's gonna do yeah. it's going do great for all of the uh, uh, suffering Americans because you know while they're down in Florida, looking at their lives being completely destroyed, in their hearts they will be warmed knowing that Ukrainians have
3: guns. Well, that's, that's equity, right? Yeah. I mean, it's global equity, but it's still equity, right?
4: And also, you know, uh, surface-to-air missiles, which are finding their way on their black market. So, you know, that's, that's also really nice to have all over Europe with fully automatic machine guns also hitting the black market all over Europe, which is absolutely crazy to send so much money, so much weapons with no accountability at all.
1: I'm going to pull up this story here from U.S. News. Fears about World War III are growing amid Russia-Ukraine war. Survey finds. Gee, I wonder why. Well, the Pope said we are in World War Three. But this is interesting stuff. They said uh, Russia. Un- oh, here we go. Look at this. Russia's
2: unprovoked war with Ukraine. And I'm just like, is this an op ed or is it a survey? OK, the provocation for people to get reference is like if Russia had a military base and this is what Dave Smith said again in Montreal and they were just they, they took it over and then they were establishing military forces and, and long range missiles in Montreal and then for us to go in and be like, no, 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 we're taking it back. We're liberating it. That would have been and to say that it was unprovoked of us to go back into Mon- to go into Montreal when Russia had been building up there. That's prov- provocation.
0: Well, right.
3: Well, let's use? Look, I want
1: to I want to read okay, the story. They say in a survey of more than 70,000 people across the world, three quarters of respondents agreed with the statement. I fear we are moving closer to World War Three. The findings are called from the U.S. News and World Report. Best Country Survey. yada yada. It's from April 30th, to July 13th. This survey was done before all of this went down. The craziest part is this. 80% of those in five countries, Indonesia, South Korea, Spain, Thailand, and the U.S., believed that we are heading towards a global war. Those surveyed within the age range of 25 to 35 were the most fearful, with 76% worrying about nations moving closer to another global conflict. So, you know, the, the, what, what I think about when I see this, we always, we always read history and it's condensed. And now we don't know which direction things will go. But I suppose the question I have is, are things de-escalating?
5: The answer answer
1: is a resounding no. No. Especially with NATO saying, we will, as a collective, respond to an attack on our infrastructure. Which, here's what I think. It sounds like what they're saying. NATO forces, Western forces, uh, Western-aligned interests, destroyed the pipeline. And that statement was, Russia, if you retaliate, we will go to war with you.
3: That's exactly what it was. And and them trotting out Biden having said this just a a few months ago, that if, if they invade Ukraine, we're gonna get the pipeline they can point it right back at us. And he he gave them, that's another example of not having a president that knows what he's saying when he's saying it. Yeah,
4: well, before, uh, you know, the president said it, uh, the deputy secretary of state, Victoria Newland said this. I just did a video about her. She's a fascinating human being. She's known as the kind of, uh, the the lady of the neoconservatives, Miss Dick cheney Light. She served under uh, Dick Cheney during the Iraq war. She had her hand in almost every single U.S global intervention in the past 30 years. And she said in January that if Russia invades Ukraine, Russia will not be having the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. One then, way or another, she yeah. said.
5: Mm.
1: Uh,
4: and then, and then uh, Biden came out and, and I think made that particular statement uh, that, that you're referring to. No, no,
1: no, no, Newland no. said one way or another, there will not be a Nord Stream pipeline. And, uh, and Joe Biden said there will not be... a a Nord Stream, if Russia invades Ukraine, then a reporter follows up and says, how will you do this? It's controlled by Germany. And he says, "Uh, I I promise you, we will get it done. Mm -hmm. And then he smirks. Yeah.
4: yeah, and 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 this is earlier this year, right? Right before the invasion, right before the war, and even Salon came out and wrote an article saying how appointing Victoria Newland to Obama's foreign policy team was quote a really bad idea if she's going to be a key player in his foreign policy because it's a high risk to everyone. So even Salon, even leftist news organizations, were saying, hey please let's not appoint her to positions of power because this is going to lead to chaos. This is going to lead to war. She literally had her hand in almost every single conflict the last 30 years. And for her to to still be calling the shots, she's also known as the lady that was organizing protests and working as a diplomat overseeing the Ukrainian revolution in 2014. I did a full video about this. It's fascinating to see her hand in this entire conflict from the very beginning, pushing the envelope, and I think we're, we're reaching a situation where that envelope is about to fall off of the table uh, because she is really going for it when it comes to instituting American policy that has put us on this pathway since 2014 that is extremely dangerous for everyone here.
1: Here's, here's a question that I have when it comes to this stuff. Is it worth war with Russia? Question. What do you think? Is, is, is any of this worth the potential of a nuclear war?
3: No. no. None of it's worth it to us. Now, hold on.
1: So let me ask you a question. Let's uh, localize the conflict. Wokeness. All right. Uh, We're in a culture war, something that we are particularly worried about. Is it worth the culture war to stop what they're doing to kids and the indoctrination? Yes. Even if it leads to civil war?
3: Even if it leads to civil war? If
1: If if we are looking down the barrel of overt civil war, is there a point where you would say, I accept I am willing to lay down my arms to prevent war knowing that it means the woke people will win and their gender ideology and the things that happen happening with kids will ten increase tenfold. Would would you lay down, you know? No.
3: I, well, I think I think when you're talking about innocence, when you're talking about innocent children, and and th- what what I, I, adults want to go to, the simple, and then then there's a line there. You know, well, there's my, a, there's a moral line where you can say, no, I'm not. Right, I'm so, going to pick up my arms. Right, right.
1: So my my point is not to in any way insinuate people should be fighting; they shouldn't be. Right. It's a question of when 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 we localize the issues that yeah. we care about, when we think about it in the context of something that we're directly you know, more directly concerned about, we as people, um, you know, living and working in the United States and very focused on domestic issues, we don't know the full scale of the war. What we do know is that I don't want to die for whatever BS they're working on with Ukraine, right? Mm -hmm. The issue, I suppose, is understanding that feeling you have of I will not, I will not back down in this culture war and in this political battle with what the left is doing with all this woke ideology stuff. They won't, the same is true for what the U.S. and Russia are doing. It's, it's, it's a question that you can go to Western intelligence and say, is it really worth it? Why don't you just let Russia do their thing because otherwise we have nuclear war? And they're going to say, we will not stand for this. Russia will be asked the same question. Absolutely not. We will never lay down our arms.
5: Step into the world of power. Loyalty
1: And then it's just dominoes falling over, where you and everyone ends up losing. It's a pissing contest. You everyone just covered in piss.
3: But what, what is the U.S. goal here? I mean, because I think I think the Russian goal is at least a bit more plainly clear. They don't want to see, just like they agreed to in 2014, a buildup in Ukraine, right? Where oh, it's that way, we agreed. It's way more complicated. To, you know? than that. Well, I know. I know it's more complicated. Russia, I mean, but,
1: Russia's trying to rebuild the Soviet Union, basically. Yeah, I know that.
3: Yeah, I know. But what is? And so the goal of the United States is to keep that from happening right and and
1: and partly because Gazprom controls most of the pipelines yeah. going into Europe you think they
3: really want yeah. the
2: Soviet Union back again
1: oh Putin's talked about it yeah he, he, he just we just went and sat down with um, he has who was he sitting down with and he was like he said something like remember who you uh, work for or something like that I can't
3: remember yeah
4: he, he, Putin also sees NATO as a legitimate threat against Russia and its people as well, of course. as well as trying to bring back the old kind of Soviet empire as well. So we have to understand that. Also, the larger geopolitical picture is complicated because of the new energy exploration mm-hmm. that has been done in the southern coast of Ukraine that has found that Ukraine could soon become a major, major petro state. If Ukraine becomes a major petro state, the one leverage that Russia has in all of Europe is totally gone. They will have a competitor. On its doorsteps, that will also house a lot of its troops that they see as someone that will potentially invade them in the future. So there's a lot of things happening here behind the scenes. There's a lot of things geopolitically, also with energy policy that people need to understand. And it's far more complicated than just unprovoked attacked. It's not just that there's a lot more involved here. They hate
2: us for our freedom. Exactly. I I think the goal is like global security. If you had to ask Mm -hmm. what's the U S goal here, not as much, not the, the number one top goal isn't just prevent the Soviet union from forming its global security. And part of doing that is to prevent a Soviet union. But honestly, we need to police ourselves and we can do that with Russia as a federation of states of people like they're just people like us. They have a red, white and blue flag. They they broke up a crazy dictocratic state, uh, just like we got out of the, the kingdom of England. Uh, we're in this together. We're not. We are as people on earth breathing the same air and drinking the you same have, water.
1: You have people who fundamentally view the world differently than each other and there is no reconciling. Well them.
2: that will always be the case. They that view and it that's, differently. The but question the reconciliation is, is do you we just want, live, you live you just deal with it. That's what do, we've done for two hundred fifty years now. You country. don't. Right now there
1: are Uyghur uh, concentration camps in China. We do not lay down and accept what China is doing to these people for we they do. Are, we are no, yeah, I mean, we have for yes, like a decade. The United States is 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 doing what they can, I suppose, without with with trying to avoid war. This is the point I'm trying to make with even civil war in the United States. We don't want to fight. Yeah. We don't want people to die. But we need this to stop. So we're constantly clashing with opposing forces that view the world fundamentally differently than we do and there is no just stopping and saying you know what we're all people China why don't you just right. forcefully rape those women and we got to learn abortions? the language first. this
2: whole America first thing is ridiculous this whole line of demarcation calling us the West it's all British centric like come on you got to learn Russian and, and Mandarin if we want if we want to peacefully resolve this stuff
3: Well th- that is there is a good point there because I name name a, Chi- a Chinese diplomat that doesn't know English. You know what I mean? That, that, that's something I've always thought about. When you're, when you're talking about speaking, uh, I, I, I worked with Chinese students, for example. They knew exactly what I was saying, when I was saying it, how I was saying it, the connotation, you know, the, the things behind it. And when they would speak, nothing. And, and when they would try to translate some of their things, uh, some of the things they would say in their language to me, I couldn't quite get what they were saying and they knew it. And that, that, that is, that is a good point that we need to maybe branch out at least our understanding of what other languages were speaking. So we can make an attempt at least to try to understand where they're coming from. But that doesn't mean we can accept ever that, that, you know, uh, atrocities that, that are, that's like going on in China with with the Uyghurs and with the, the women that they abuse and with I mean there's the videos of them general. running over running over old women in 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 tanks and things like that. It, it's, it's just. But but
4: at the same time, you know, the Chinese are answering back like, okay, you're making these accusations against concentration camps. What about what you did in Gitmo? What about the CIA rendition programs? And we're seeing Chinese diplomats answer answer that back. And at least American policy should exemplify and practice the principles that it preaches to bring onto other people. And then those are arguments would be more legitimate. But of course, there is a lot of criticism when it comes to foreign policy, when it mm-hmm. comes to the military industrial complex, when it comes to corporations and private industries that have been creating massive amounts of human rights violations, especially in Yemen, especially all over the, uh, the, the Middle East, that again, should be called out as well, stopped immediately if we're going to be lecturing other countries about human rights.
1: But rest easy, my good friend Luke, because right now we can all <laughs> huddle up to the warm <laughs> bosom of Joe Biden, knowing that with his strength... America will not be defeated. Like uh, this video, for instance, from Disclosed TV. Let me just uh, make sure the audio is configured properly, which it's not, and then we'll play this video for you.
3: Okay, thank you. Thank you. Okay, let me try that again. Thank you. So yeah, look at look at look at over here. Look at this. Thank
2: you. Uh oh. Oh no. Where's he gone? <laughs> <Okay, thank you. laughs> she tries to stop him. Or whatever. So- Run away it looks like an episode of the office yes
1: yeah Yeah. it does man you really could this this really could be a sitcom it's kind of like veep or something
3: well somebody's (laughs) got to make fun of it sometime soon in a in a formal way
1: but look here i have a i have a legitimate question see his hands look at mr look look at oh uh, yeah you tweeted this out earlier this is great see his hands i i remember you know when i'm a kid mr burns Mm. he walks around with his hands like this and i thought it was just like that's mr burns it's something funny you see Joe Biden doing this. I'm like, is that something that people actually do when they get old? Maybe They're it's a, like
2: a balance issue. Because if their arms are swinging at the sides, you lose balance easier, maybe. maybe. And so they keep them maybe. nice and tight to the I chest. I have
3: seen this in old people. Yes, It's kind of weird, right? I never thought about it until just now. But they definitely walk like a little...
4: Well, maybe yeah. they could catch
2: themselves if they fall. Mr. President yeah. thought he was about to topple. Well, I remember, he remember, <laughs> remember
3: he fell trying to grab the dog's tail, right? right he yeah. hurt himself. He maybe no. learned his lesson, <laughs> yeah. you know? he got to be really careful. Yeah. I don't know, man. But uh, to get
1: serious, I would just like to apologize for the joke opening the segment because, no, we are not going to rest easy with this president. You know, look, man. When I wake up to the news that NATO is like, yeah, that was sabotage and we will destroy our enemies. Or they didn't say it like that. But, you know, they said they'll collectively retaliate. I'm like, this is a major historical moment where the NATO military alliance says formally that we will enter the war against you. And, like, we know what that means. And I'm just like, and Joe Biden is the president. And I'm thinking of videos like this. There's the video where, remember when he was, like, doing the cornholio thing on (laughs) CNN? There's all the gibberish words. And... You know for a while the media kept trying to act like he was fine. Mm-hmm. And these left activists and these democrat activists were like he's totally sharp, he's totally with it. It's it's Trump who's crazy. And they can't anymore. Now we have the funny thing is not only is Joe Biden's brain not working, but the reporters try talking to Karine Jean-Pierre and she just says a bunch of random words and now it's like at a certain point I think regular people and these journalists are kind of like I don't think anybody's at work. Right. Like I I don't it's like imagine you go to a, a an Applebee's and you walk in and there's just like nobody. And you're like, hey, what's going on? They're like, "Sup." up? And you're like, I'm hungry. And they're like, cool.
3: That's, That's good. <laughs>
1: this is, Are you open? No. You, okay, you'd leave, right? But this is the government. This is our country at a time of an escal- escalating towards war with potentially China, with Russia, an economic collapse. But you know what? You know what? I can probably, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm putting the cart before the horse here. Maybe the issue is, the reason we're close to war with Russia and China, and there's an economic collapse, is because this man is our yeah, president. It is, <laughs> and it's it not just. It could have been a
2: lot of different people that would have gotten us here, but he's one of them. And it's because his kids in working in Burisma in Ukraine, it's some energy company. He was heavily involved with Obama during the coup in 2014 in Ukraine, that where they tried to get the Ukraine to go side with. America and the liberal economic order instead of Russia, very explicitly. This is old Colbert. uh, This is great. This came up on the Dave Smith, Joe Rogan episode again. And I don't have the guy's name. Uh, This old, you know, I'm going to look into this and pull up the name in a little bit. But they've been planning this for like two decades, at the very least, at the the very least. And, And Biden has been involved in it since the beginning, or at least since. To the Obama administration, yeah, I, 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 and there's too much I'm for him sorry. to lose. If it gets found out how much he's been involved, putting his son on the board of an energy company, to get ever- to get their them to switch sides in the.
3: The information is out there. The information is out there and it's there for plain I just can't imagine my my father and my grandfather allowing this. That's that's what's really ticking me off about this. We we're, we're allowing this to happen. We're allowing this bumbling, you know, systemic problem throughout the the upper echelons of our government and we just look at it and it's like, yeah, you know, why not? Ultimately, we're the ones That are supposed to hold these people accountable and i see none of that from the media uh, or not none but not near as much as you you should have and why are we allowing
1: this let me give you one of my favorite wikipedia articles of all time it is the (laughs) biden ukraine conspiracy theory article let me read for you this opening line the biden ukraine conspiracy theory is a series of false claims centered on the baseless allegations oh they said false and baseless Mm -hmm. thank you Uh, that while Joe Biden was vice president of the U.S., he engaged in corrupt activities relating to the employment of his son, Hunter Biden, by the Ukrainian gas company Burisma. They were spread primarily in an attempt to damage Joe Biden's reputation during the 2020 presidential campaign. U.S. intelligence community analysis released in March 2021 found the proxies of Russian intelligence promoted and laundered misleading and unsubstantiated narratives about the Bidens to U.S. media organizations, U.S. officials and prominent U.S. individuals, including some close to the former president, former President Trump his administration. Now, over here on the right is a picture. It says, Victor Shokin, one of the primary subjects of the conspiracy theory. The conspiracy theory alleges that then-Vice President Joe Biden withheld loan guarantees to pressure Ukraine into firing Shokin to prevent a corruption investigation into Burisma and to protect his son, Hunter Biden. Let's slow down real quick and break down what's wrong with this paragraph. We'll go step by step. Victor Shokin, prosecutor, he exists. He exists. He is, in fact, subject of the story. All right, next sentence. It alleges then Vice President Joe Biden withheld loan guarantees. He did
0: on video, on video oh.
1: bragging about how he did. Sure next, did. they yeah. say to pressure Ukraine into firing Shokin. He did. It's on video, him saying so. S O B guy gets fired. They say to prevent a corruption investigation into Burisma. Full stop. It did. The firing of Victor Shokin, which Joe Biden bragged about, did result in the ending of, I think, 12 active investigations. Check Matt Taibbi's reporting on this. Mm -hmm. We we all knew it was happening. Now, there's a question of, did Joe Biden... Pressure Ukraine into firing Viktor Shokin. Yes, he did. But did he do it specifically to stop this corruption investigation? That we don't know. But it did stop the corruption investigation. How about that? They call it a conspiracy theory by injecting 1% into the story intent. What -hmm. we know is Biden did threaten to withhold illegally, I might add, loan guarantees, did get the prosecutor fired. The firing of the prosecutor did result in an end to investigations into Burisma, and that did have the added effect of protecting Hunter Biden. Now, I call that plain and simple a conflict of interest. That alone warrants, in my opinion, some kind of inquiry, investigation, or hearing to get to the bottom of how that happened. Because there is a question of the intent. But you know what? I don't know his intent. To call that whole thing a conspiracy theory what you're actually saying to me is, it's probably true and you're terrified that we found out. Yeah.
4: What would happen if it was Donald Trump and his sons doing business
2: <laughs> no, with I got I,
4: I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm triggered, Luke. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> Donald <laughs> Trump sees the video on Twitter of Joe Biden being like, that's what he got fired. And so Donald Trump's on the phone with the president of Ukraine, like, what is this video? I mean, read the transcript, it's hilarious. He's like, What's this video about withholding Gary? Why don't you look into this? And they impeached him over it. Yeah. Yep. He accidentally discovered a quid pro quo, so they blamed him for the quid pro quo, and then claimed he was trying to dig up dirt on his president on his political right. rival, even though Joe Biden wasn't running for
3: office at the time. And that's a preemptive narrative. Oh, I mean it's it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a preemptive narrative. It's, it's accusing your enemy of what it is that you are doing. Mm-hmm. And, and, and they use that just to keep, just to keep themselves out of, out of the limelight, like, because by the time you get back to them, by the time you figure out, yeah, you were, you were the ones actually doing what you accused all of it. It's like my, my father used to say this. It, it's a really good analogy. You know, if you burn your hand on an iron, it hurts really, really bad the first time. But if you do it 50 times, eventually you can't feel it anymore, True. you know, and that's, and that's, that's exactly what they do with this stuff. And they do it to protect corrupt people. And it's, it's plainly visible. I just wish that we could, you know, get some of the feeling back in our callous uh, minds on these subjects and and do something about
2: it. I got the name. This guy's name is. Oh, you got to grab your microphone. Gideon Rose on Stephen Colbert report back in the day. There's a video of Gideon Rose on the Colbert Report talking about the plan to get Ukraine away f- from Russia and take it to the United States. This is like in 2008, 2009. And it is so overt. He's blatantly like, yes, think of it as like. They're the Robin to, to Russia's Batman, and we got to get Robin to be on our side and not on Batman's side. So he's basically saying we're the Joker? Yeah, Sounds good like call. That. I guess we're the scarecrow. Unless yeah. you want to argue like we're
4: Green Lantern. Or no, we're, we're, we're Green Arrow and we want Robin to join us but, and be our new speedy. But also, uh, just to come back to the original topic of this story, I, I think Joe Biden is definitely putting his hand in the cookie jar. He's definitely profiting off of this, but I don't think he's calling the shots here. I think this has been going on way before Biden became president of the United States. I think there are shadowy powers behind the scenes instituting a lot of these plans. And I don't think Biden's in, in charge. He, he, made a sta- he made a statement in Poland uh, a couple of months ago saying Putin can, can't stay in power. The White House had to walk it back and said and said he didn't mean what he said. He said recently, we're going to defend Taiwan. The White House had to make a statement saying, no, we don't actually stand by that. Whatever Biden says, the White House corrects him on. Who's correcting him? Who's making sure that the policies of the United States are not the policies of the commander in chief? There is something else behind the scenes organizing, orchestrating a lot of this and him being senile, him being old. I think it's all a show. It's all a play. So he could be the fall guy for the larger agenda that's being shoved down everyone's throat.
3: But why did Obama make him, why did Obama put Ukraine in his portfolio though? You know what because I mean?
4: Because he was known. Well, even did he, he have those
3: connections before he was vice president? Or did he make those connections because he was well, vice president? Well, he was
4: president. also on the Senate Intelligence Committee. He was also yeah. a longtime senator. So he had his hands in a lot of foreign policy, yeah. in a lot of contracts, in a lot of business dealings between China and all these other Kazakhstan countries all throughout the world. So, So he was a, a man who, of course, had intelligence connections and had his hands everywhere.
2: Yeah. But it looks like Burisma was very pro Russia before the yes. Ukraine flipped in 2014, and so the way for Burisma to be like, "Hey, America, we want to be on your side," they were like, "We'll just take like the, our point man. Their point man was Biden. He was the guy. We'll just take his son on our board, and that way we'll make sure we're on the up and up. We'll we'll profit." Wasn't there
1: the, a former CIA director? Or yeah, something? And, a, and a
2: CIA guy was on there too. Yeah, on Burisma's board. Yeah, that was their way of 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 snuggling up to the to the United States after the revolution, you can mm-hmm. call it. Um, Luke, I think you're right that Biden's not calling the shots like we think he is, or that a lot of people think he is. And Trump wasn't either. He would he tried to get the troops out of the Middle East, I think out of Syria, particularly. And they did what they call shell games, where the military is like, yeah, we have. They were lying to him about the numbers yep. of troops. Mm-hmm. So he's like, OK, then I guess we've reached our number of, of withdrawals. They're like, yeah, that's right. That's right. And they weren't doing what they were told. Well, oh, I- OK, it was a former director of counterterror, Joseph Kofor Black,
1: who was, uh, I believe he was on the board. He was Yes, he was on the board. So I I, I think he's a CIA guy. I don't think it was a uh, director or anything.
3: Well, and I'm going back to your point of the of Biden. Oh, he
1: was director of Congressism, specifically. Okay. Sorry. Uh, go,
3: going back to your point of Biden being kind of the, the, the shell guy. You know, I just keep going back in my mind to that, to Obama saying, you know, if I could just have a third term where I wasn't taking all the, the arrows and I could just put somebody up there, do all the, you know take all the the crap that i got for all these years and just make the decisions behind the scenes that's what i would really like to do i just keep going back to that and it makes very it makes a lot of sense yeah what you but, said but
4: obama wasn't that, that big of a war hawk when that's he true. came to ukraine he was well, he was, but, he was, was afraid that, to send lethal weapons to you but, but
3: was that because he didn't want to be or is it because he couldn't be
4: um, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm not in his mind. But yeah. but we know he was very soft uh, yeah. on Ukraine comparatively to a lot of the other neoconservative hawkish that's policies true. that were pushed on by previous and predecessor administrations that were more heavy-handed and escalated tensions even more than he did. Yeah. Uh, but but he even, when he came out of office, said, I, I regret being so uh, hawkish. He, he regretted the drone strikes. So, so, again, I'm not trying to give him any favors. I thought he was a horrible president, just like every president, just like every politician, because I don't trust any government. Right. I don't trust any politicians. And I think, naturally, people shouldn't be trusting anyone in our political landscape right now. All of these people do not deserve your trust, do not deserve your attention, do not deserve your energy. And if, en- uh, if enough of us would, would, would see politics like this, I don't think we would be in this mess right now because we wouldn't be giving them all of our power, all of our money, all of our authority to do this nonsense that they're doing right now.
1: I wanna, I it. wanna pull up this story. We, we did brush on this a little bit, but we have it here from timcast.com. America shares strong alliance with North Korea, VP Harris says. <laughs> White what? House plays damage control. The White House appears to have removed Harris's mention of North Korea in an official transcript. Harris mistakenly made the claim during her first trip to the demilitarized zone, separating North and South Korea this week. Let's play the video here for you guys.
5: So the United States shares a very important relationship, which is an alliance with the Republic of North Korea. And it is an alliance that is strong and enduring. Strong. Somebody goes.
1: <laughs> now, 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 here's why this is important, right? We, we, I mentioned we brushed on this, but I got to bring it up because the deeper issue here is, I've often ragged on Joe Biden for saying Libya when he meant Syria, mm-hmm. and the danger of misspeaking is to public capacity. Yeah, there are people around the world who just heard this, and I wonder what impact that will have on a lot of things. Because think about it this way: what if Kamala Harris actually were to come out and say? We are proud to say that we have a strong alliance with North Korea. And she meant it. Like, Kim Jong-un comes here and he's like, I want to do a deal and open up trade and and work with you guys. Let me know what to do. And it was a tremendous historic moment. The problem is when she said this, everyone immediately went, she's saying the wrong word. She meant South Korea. And the scary thing is, we cannot trust in what they're saying. I think it's going to have a major impact on economics w- on war
3: and mm-hmm. conflict peace treaties they could except that she's the vice president but what i see in this is if cnn would have been doing covered the same instance and it were donald trump or even mike pence they wouldn't have used the word mistakenly right you know what i mean that's yeah. what that's what hits me and i see this it's really bad in local media they would say he lied yeah they would say he lied trump lies or, about or, an alliance with north korea or that he wants an alliance with north korea and he's going to do it tomorrow that's that's the difference i see or at least at least they had the integrity to say hey she mistakenly said this, but hey, it's kind of funny. We, we, we should maybe ask her about it and clear it up, you know?
1: Yeah, I think it's amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering if we have the, uh, well, it was removed from the transcript. I thought that was actually really hilarious because yes. what I saw was like a strike through. Like them just being like, whoopsie, we didn't mean to say that. Think about this. What this, what this would mean though, if Kamala Harris is going to meet with someone in private and she yeah. says something like this. And then are they supposed to assume that when she says a word, she's wrong?
0: More than once, actually.
2: Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
1: I never win and tell.
2: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void web prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
3: Well, they do it with Joe Biden all the time.
2: This is the thing, though. How old
3: is Kamala Harris? She's in her
1: 40s or what, 50s? She's in her fifties, right? Yeah, early fifties. Early fifties, yeah. yeah. and she is also sundowning. Yeah, she's having see. the same cognitive decline.
3: Well, why is she wearing is sunglasses too? Is it something they're too? eating?
1: Like, what if, you know, I, would re- I would feel really bad about this. Like, what if Biden actually was really sharp, but Putin crazy. was putting poison slowly in their food? Polonia. And so, like, oh we're God. sitting here laughing at him and mocking him, and they're really just slowly being wasted away by, like, yeah, po- was someone say polonium or something? Well, yeah. she's 50, 50s, <laughs> 57. Check the piping in the oh, White Oh, she's House. late 50s. Yeah, she's 57. Okay, really? So 58 yeah. October
2: 20th. There
3: you go. She's getting yeah.
1: old. <clears throat> you know, so uh, I don't know if impeaching or 25th amendmenting oh. Joe Biden's going to save us, well, guys.
3: I, but I also think you know she wasn't that bright to begin with. Yeah. So so it, 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 the effects are, are evident earlier in life if you weren't that bright to begin
2: she, with. She she she's not known you know? for you know.
3: Yeah. She's not a good public speaker. She was. Is she like using her cognitive smart? Yeah. Like does in, she have like a high IQ? I, cube, I, I can make some puns speaker? there,
2: but I'm not. Uh, she's she's worked her way I'm up. I'm a mature adult. Yeah. Work, she's worked her way <laughs> you up. Could, that's one way to say
3: it. <laughs> yes. I don't know, she that, has worked her way. Montell Williams, you know.
2: One-handed. Mayor Willie Brown. Working. She did, I think that she did, brilliance is she did a lot of work. It's work, it's work.
3: Brilliance yeah. is
2: communicative and so is stupidity. And, and having a, a, a president that's, if you act like that's normal, what Joe Biden's acting like, then, then people are going to start acting like that because they think it's normal. Remember, and kids will be like, oh, that's how I'm supposed to be. Remember yeah. freedom. Oh. <laughs> oh
3: goodness! Another complete fabrication. I know. Another complete fabrication. But people believe it. People what, believe it. Yeah.
4: This is what politicians do: lie. Some yes. of them are not good liars. She is not a good liar. She she's not witty. She's not fast with it. She she can't play with it. But if Joe Biden's taking a nap and we're being bombed, she's gonna go in, in the war room. North Korea. <laughs> uh, that's uh, the that's the type of people in charge
1: right I, now. No, it's theater. If I was ever in it politics, is. I would either be brutally honest or just. Absurd absurdly dece- dece- deceptive to the point where it's obvious so it's just like lie in the most outrageous ways just so you can be like you You know politicians lie right Yes. that's probably one way to do it because if you go and try to be honest they'll accuse you of lying Yep. you'll say something like look we've got a huge problem right now with this pipeline what they're doing is this or otherwise they're gonna be like ah you're full of it you're lying I'd just be like aliens Oh yeah, a UFO was right overhead. We all saw it, (laughs) and they'd be like, "Whoa!" They're admitting it now. This is their brain. No, but this is the crazy thing, right? If you say something outrageous, people go, "They admitted it." Yeah. But if you say something seemingly normal, they're like, "Nah, you got to be lying." I I expect an outrageous story explaining what's really going on.
3: What is it? What is it that is breaking our brains to that end? You know what I mean? Uh, Our brains? Well, not our brains, but collective. the, The world, especially the United States, it seems that what what you're describing there. Is, is so endemic in, in our society that we can't believe a, a blatant truth. We poisoned well, we can't people believe with a...
2: high fructose in 92. We started poisoning, and then those people had kids. So it's like the second generation of poisoned Idiocracy. Mons. This year is basically a, uh... we're, we're looking at something like that. It's terrifying. This Phthalates and it's plastics, it's high fructose, it's probably radiation. And vegetable from...
4: seed oils. This Ooh. is a glass bottle right here.
1: We, have, uh, we do have plastic water bottles here, but I get a lot of glass bottles. And then we also have refillable glass bottles, too, because we have purified well water with added minerals. Yeah, I think it's the
2: plastics, man. And computer monitors, PCBs, all that radiation,
3: staring at a monitor. Or even just the Adderall and, and all the stuff and you're the giving the pharmaceutical to, company. Right.
2: The companies, there's five insurance agencies running the global medical industry right now. What it, PCBs, polychloride
1: biphenols, is that what it stands for?
2: Yeah. Bi- cool. notes, bi- I know it's biphenol.
1: I think the couple generations of that in our bloodstreams is screwing with our brains Yeah,
2: it's the generational effect. So like right. the parents are all messed up from it and the obesity, but then they have kids who immediately start using it when they're little and well before that it was lead.
3: As- and it was lead. I mean, yeah. it, so it's on that lowered IQ Yeah, severely. It did lower IQ, IQ. Fluoride.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's time to go live in the woods and just live off of purified, you know, get your own charcoal Cut carbs out of
2: your diet for 10 days. I mean, you'll feel like you're, you're burning inside for about on day five on, but after day 10, it's out of you. And I you are I like didn't. clear. And then if it, you start eating bread again, it's so easy to kick it once did, you've done that, it once.
1: That didn't happen to me when I, when I cut the carbs out. Really? I didn't notice anything. Man, at all. I had a horrible really? pain. Yeah. You lost weight. Throbbing. I mean, I lost a lot of weight really fast, yeah. but I wasn't, I wasn't, I, I didn't get turkey. keto flu. I wasn't, no headaches. It's just normal. In fact, within a few days, I just instantly felt better.
2: I also cut yeah. the sugar out. I did it in one in a ten day period because I was preparing for an ayahuasca fast, and they have a specific diet. So like no low salt, no sugar, no carb, and I was like day five, I was on my body was on fire, yeah. but I just toughed through it. And by day 10, I felt phenomenal. I think Kamala and Joe need to go on like an ayahuasca guided trip.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just head out to Delaware, you know, and just, just, just like, do a little
1: mega yeah, dose yeah. of
3: mushrooms.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like Putin. Do, what am I doing? With Putin. the Putin. devil. <laughs> with, with they Putin. can yes. see
3: North Korea from or, here. Or if they want to fight a war,
4: bring them on a retreat, right? Be like, hey, you're gonna do high doses of mushrooms, acid, LSD, DMT, whatever. You have to do one of those. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, if you still want to fight each other and you want a war, you guys got to fight it yourselves. Sorry, <laughs> duel it <laughs> out, figure it out yourselves, man on man, one uh, one on woman, doesn't matter. Why don't do it? Why don't we do that? What movie was it? Um, was it uh, Troy, where it's yeah. like yeah. instead uh-huh. of going to
1: war, that's your best fighters will yeah. fight, and then if one wins, absolutely,
4: and that future can happen if we didn't put all of our faith in government, but nobody can happen. I like, like You nominate a
1: champion, and then it's like, I hope you win, because I don't want to live by their rules. I, like, oh, we lost, but I, oh, well,
2: no fighting. I like that you're encouraging me not to put my faith in government, because I think directly appealing to the Russian people is the way to go. You're listening right now, and I hear you, and I'm with you. People, yeah. you, you're in Russia. You citizens are listening right now. I know it. And I, we got your back, man. None of us want this war. There's a Russian guy, and he's like, hey, they're talking about the me. Yeah. <laughs> I am talking about you. I'm here with you. We're on Earth together right now in this moment. You're listening.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yes, Vlad. You don't I'm have Vlad. to comply, Vlad.
2: It's okay. Uh, Is that like the most common name in Russia or something? Pretty much, Vlad? yeah. No. Vlad. Maybe. I can
1: also be like this, Muhammad. Thanks for watching the show. But I, I'm <laughs>
2: done appealing to the, to the politicians for this solution. It's the people. It's bottom up, man. We got to work together. I got it. Dave, you forgot to take the garbage out. <gasps>
3: Oh. Dave. Dave, Dave is Smith very honestly. happy
2: that you mentioned that right now. His <laughs> wife will also be very happy. Yeah. Don't forget your anniversary, Eric. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh, You're man. pleasing a lot of people
3: tonight. Too. <laughs> We're going to get super chats and people are going to be like, whoa. Yeah. Oh, okay. and, uh, your views just skyrocket.
1: You know? All the Eric's yeah. and all the Dave's, all the Mohammed's and Vlad's come together and <laughs> end world war.
3: And Kamala's. Yeah, there you
1: go. yeah. yeah man. It feels like the, the, the issue, I think, with this war stuff someone chatted something like this that the liberal international economy needs to be stopped and that's what Russia is doing but I think that's just propaganda still I don't think I don't think Vladimir Putin is some noble guy who's like no. the new world order is bad and must be stopped I'm the, yeah right he's got his own interests he's got his own agenda he's got his own ideology you've got competing ideologies I'll tell you this though I don't like the World Economic Forum people in Davos group they're crackpots and they're psychotic so I don't want to root for anybody other than hey we shouldn't go to war we should yeah. kind of mind our own business
2: And we we really should not go to war because we could find ourselves in a goblin king state where people are vying for power and just killing each other, trying to take the the throne over and over and over and over and not want to live in that realm. Everyone
4: always says, uh, you know, what would happen if there was no government? People say warlords would take over. What are we living through right now? Like, Just, warlords well, have taken over. I mean, <laughs> they, yes, they're they're taken over and they're pushing for war.
3: But most of the earth is not in conflict right now. You know what I mean? We're sitting right here having a conversation. So, I mean, there's at least some structure that gives us... Now, where, where are we heading that direction? It seems that way. It sure does seem that way. But
4: but the possibilities of calamity and the destruction of the entire world is there because of the technological advancements, because of the military hardware that is out there that could literally wipe this entire planet off of the out of the universe. So yeah. that
3: that you know, but we've been living and, with that since 1945. Yeah, I don't think less you know government I mean? would be better. Well, it would it, be like chaotic. chaotic. Like the, right
1: now, there's the technological advancements in nuclear weapons.
3: Well, I know, I know it's gotten, I know, but I'm just saying we've been and they've been pushing it right along. But I, we've been living with that, and better angels have prevailed up to this point. But it seems like we have the all of these forces just pushing us more and more at, at multiple different levels into more and more conflict. Because you were talking about if we had a World War III. I'm I'm really concerned like you were saying, that we would, that America wouldn't be unified like they were at 9-11 or we were in 1945 or at the beginning of the Vietnam War even. We would have our, have our own subs, yep. sub-civil wars while this other war was going Someone on. Someone in the comment
4: section told me to go to Mogadishu. I did. I went to Mogadishu, Somalia just to talk about this very specific issue because everyone says, you don't like government? Go to Somalia. I did. I found nothing but governments everywhere. There's like four <laughs> governments, <laughs> and four governments literally very, sending uh, weapons and arms everywhere. But isn't that human nature? Middle
1: Eastern government, of the this Turkey, is, uh, the United
4: the, States. I, I, this I, is a bit you, we got to
1: yeah. do for Cass Castle where it's like Luke's nightmare is ever, he like turns the corner and there's like people from the government, like, ah, ah, and he turns around there's a like
4: different government. It, ah, government inspectors, ah, licensing. That would be, funny. Yeah! That would be really <laughs> funny. But, but uh, we are Chained Somalia, you could see my adventures in Mogadishu, uh, and, and, and you could see uh, you know all the government, that's there.
1: I can solve all of the political violence oh. in this country. Simmer everything down, it really is easy. Government mandated chicken ownership. Oh, <laughs> amen. Yeah. Everybody's got to take care of chickens, Let's do it. and and you eat the eggs. No more buying farm eggs. Sorry, farm businesses. All your egg businesses are gone because we're gonna have our own chickens. And what we're gonna learn from this is peace. Yeah. That's right
4: no no if if we really had a caring and considerate go- government during these these very difficult times during these very hard financial times they would be trying to incentivize personal responsibility they would try to say hey maybe you should get a chicken maybe you should try to learn how to grow your own food maybe you should try to have some kind of livestock so you could actually not be dependent on anyone because we're not going to be there for you when we screw you over and look that, at that, the that, that's it
1: real quick but I just want to point out you're you're right on that one being personally the, the point I'm really trying to make is owning chickens what I really mean to say is be responsible for the food you eat source as much of your own life as you can but I just want to add there is nothing more heartwarming than walking up to the coop and watching all of the chickens waddle over to you because <laughs> they know you got food and it's hilarious it is they're like goofy looking little things with their jaws hanging their mouths hanging open like morons
3: but we have active attacks on people who try to teach individual responsibility yeah you know I mean just look at Jordan Peterson I think y'all were talking about this a little bit yesterday yeah. but it's like they attack him for no other reason he's than he's like just I trying know. to help people be self-sufficient yeah and then they and that's what teachers in schools used to teach is teach kids how to be self-sufficient here's a really interesting story I think made, in I, I found a, a kindergartner test from uh, from like 1983 and in order to be first of all you were six almost seven years old to go into kindergarten back then and when one of the line items on the test was you have to be able to walk six blocks away from your home go into the store buy something and bring the money back with correct change to your parents that was something that you had to be able to do to go into school oh. now they want you you know at three years old and this is what i keep telling people at home in oklahoma because you know we're all gun owners and i believe in second amendment but the government is after your kids and you they don't need your guns if they have your children yeah they they don't need your guns if you you look at what's
4: happening in our society the people who are being attacked the most are the people who have the most freedom who has the most freedom Farmers, people who yes. are personally responsible for themselves, people who are living in the middle of nowhere and don't need anyone or anything—they are the number one targets, the number one attack of our current establishment. And I think that's being done for a reason, guys.
1: I was I was freaking out earlier today because there was this story going viral about the uh, this New Zealand Jacinda Ardern, oh, yeah. and apparently she was calling for censorship. And I, I got really scared, and I started you know sweating bullets. And I'm like, what's what's happening? Is is disinformation coming? And then. Whew, Thank you. Newsweek published the fact check. (laughs) Did New Zealand's Jacinda Ardern call to censor free speech? Yes. No. No? Thank you, Newsweek, for for correcting the record. It's false. She didn't actually call for censoring free speech. I was worried. You know, because this idea that a world leader would be like, we should control the flow of information. Really scared me, but thank you, Newsweek, for correcting the record and letting us all know what really happened. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me play the video just to make sure everybody understands. We're gonna, we're, we're booting it up here. We got Twitter loading up. Here this we go. This week
5: we launched an initiative alongside companies and nonprofits to help improve research and understanding of how a person's online experiences are curated by automated processes.
1: That's not so bad, right?
5: This will also be important in understanding more about mis- and disinformation online, okay. a challenge that we must as leaders address. Sadly, I think it's easy to dismiss this problem as one in the margins. I can certainly understand the desire to leave it to someone else. As leaders, we're rightly concerned that even the most light touch approaches to disinformation could be misinterpreted is being hostile to the values of free speech that we value so highly see she says
1: we value free speech why is everybody ragging on this
5: but we while value i cannot tell you today what the answer is to this challenge i can say with complete certainty that we cannot ignore it to do so poses an equal threat to the norms we all value norms after all how do you successfully end a war if people are led to believe the reason for its existence is not only legal but noble.
1: Now hold on there a minute. I I agree with that. We were lied into the Iraq War, and That's when you what? tried coming out and saying this was bunk and bunk BS, and we shouldn't be there or Afghanistan for that matter, nobody believed you, and the media kept lying about it. Well, wait a minute. That's the corporate press that did that. Yes. That's the
4: government That's that right. did that. Whoa, yeah, that
1: well, was it, that was, was former national security. So uh, what is she saying? What is she?
5: How do you tackle climate change if people do not believe it exists?
1: Think about that. Here is a, to get serious, like this is a despotic speech. This is the, the prime minister of New Zealand saying, if people don't believe something exists, you can't manipulate it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just remarkable because it's like, imagine going around as, as a government leader insisting that we should take action to stop the moon men from invading Earth. And you're like, but why doesn't anyone believe me when I tell them the moon men are coming? Maybe you're wrong. That's the insane thing about it. That right there is the most important part of the speech. It shows you where these world leaders want us to be. Climate change is ideological. Now, we can talk about the science behind it. That's fine. But there's a rift in politics as to whether or not people think it is or isn't happening. We just had a video the other day where Don Lemon tried pushing a NOAA scientist into saying the hurricane was, was, was intensified by climate change and he would not do it. That's the perfect example of what I'm saying. I think there, there's climate change issues. I do. But I certainly think when Don Lemon as a zealot is like, how is climate change effect, affecting this? And he goes, it's not. And he goes, well, hold on there a minute. Like I lived, I grew up there. I think is. it is. I think it is. Yeah. Okay. You're a zealot. She's clearly asserting here that she has an ideology that she wants to persist. And there is an opposition to that ideology. She does not want to exist. This is the underlying message of what this psychopath is saying we must address this issue. (laughs) Yeah, the issue is they want to control what you can think, what you can hear and what you can see. And Ultimately, how you'll end up voting because of it. Yeah, the
4: the speech gets worse uh, as it goes on She pretty much alludes that freedom of speech is a weapon of war. Yeah, we should Mm -hmm. she says that Dissenting voices are, are evil and dangerous to her. How
5: do you ensure the human rights of others are upheld when they are subjected to Hateful and dangerous rhetoric and ideology.
4: Okay,
1: that's not disinformation or misinformation though. That's opinion, but let's
5: The weapons may be different but the goals of those who perpetuate them is often the same to cause chaos and reduce the ability of others to defend themselves, to disband communities, to collapse the collective strength of countries who work together. But we have an opportunity here to ensure that these particular weapons of war do not become an established part of warfare.
4: Weapons,
1: weapons of
5: She war. even admitted yep. that it's I often just
4: It gets worse. She's calling for a global Netons. censorship effort. I mean, is she
5: she's saying that
2: people often-
5: have? to feel We are facing many battles on many fronts, but there is cause for optimism, because for every new weapon we face, there is a new tool to overcome it. For every attempt to push the world into chaos is a collective conviction to bring us back to order. We have the means. We just need The collective will. Global censorship
4: effort. This is the end game Uh, that they're working on, on that they're pushing for here. She is a globalist, world economic forum, lackey and stooge. She has secret meetings with BlackRock. She locked down her entire country and punished people for for political causes during a national, quote, health emergency when a few p- cases popped up, she locked down and destroyed people's livelihoods just a few months ago. And we cannot forget that right now. Well, this hold on. speech is, is Look, dangerous New- and it shows us where we're going. Newsweek says fake news,
1: Luke. Newsweek says you're wrong, and I know I just listened to what she said, but I see a little meter with a needle pointing to the red one. So. And that's all you yes. need. That's, that's, all all you need. that's all you need. Can I, take,
3: can I take this home for just a second? Back, to, So I'm, I'm in Oklahoma. Nobody nobody looks at Oklahoma. We got, you know, we got two college football teams, and that's what people think of. But the, the president of the University of Oklahoma gave very much this same speech about inclusive free speech at the University of Oklahoma of saying that, you know, we can't have free speech unless everybody feels the same and thinks the same and says the same things. Yeah. And, and and so that it's coming from the ground up and from the top down. And that's what we have to start realizing. And that's why I really want people who are you know like me out there in the trenches in these states that maybe nobody pays attention to looking for this in their local media looking for this in their in their colleges and in their schools because it's it's not just coming from leaders of new zealand or even the united states it's coming from your local leaders from your university leaders your school leaders and and your business leaders even at even at a point
4: well, well this is the gaslighting that that's happening here like you saw what you said Oh, it's totally fake news, don't worry. Just trust us. Again, this is the Orwellian. This is mm-hmm. 1984. This is this is what they're essentially after because if they can control information, they know that they control people's minds. And the only thing standing in the way of them subjugating and controlling everyone is people just being able to talk freely with each other. That is the biggest threat against their entire Ponzi scheme, which is their governments. And this is not just the local government of New Zealand. They are working together on a global effort with many leaders, many prime ministers, many presidents, many people behind the scenes who are really controlling them saying, hey, we're going to push this slowly and surely. And the end goal of what she's calling for here is a global censorship board mm-hmm. that's internationally everywhere a applied D-I to alliance. everyone on the face of this earth.
1: I want you to imagine a scenario. You're sitting down with uh, someone and uh, pop, uh, on Twitter pops up this video where Joe Biden says, so I told him. It's uh six. What time is it? Six o'clock. If if or, no, he's like, what time is it? If 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 the prosecutor's not fired by six o'clock, you're not getting the money. And well, sob guy gets fired, and then you sitting there, you say, whoa, did Joe Biden just quid pro quo? Huh. And the man next to you wearing the suit says, Russia put that video out. Oh, and then <laughs> I want you to imagine what like level of cognitive ability you would have to have to go. Oh, that, <laughs> that proves it. This is just phase
2: one. They're weeding out the people that'll just believe the gaslighting. Next, it's going to be deep fakes where even the intelligent people don't know what's real.
4: Well, well, well already, if, if we say that this happened, the fact checkers are going to demote, downrank our yeah. posts, delete our posts delete our entire accounts and our ability to even have a voice on the internet and might even go as far as to destroy our ability to earn money, which is centrally linked to, of course, online centralized platforms like like PayPal that legitimately do punish people because of their political opinions. I want you to just imagine.
1: Or actually, you know, there's a meme. It's really funny. It's two people sitting down in a post-apocalyptic world and he hands a meme to the other guy and it's like, you know. The meme yeah. exists. Well, it's already there. Well, but I, <laughs> I know. I'm saying there's a meme of it. Yeah. It's, like yeah, he's yeah, handing, yeah. it's like he's got a physical meme. He's got to hand to somebody else.
3: But I want to hit on something you brought up because it, it takes an actual process to get the mind to do what you explain. To have that guy in the suit, the expert, tell you that to not believe what you see with your eyes. That's social emotional learning. Yeah, that, that's exactly what that is. Because you train kids and you train people over a course of time through multitudes of different ways, even through the media that you that you consume, right? And they train you to respond emotionally because you then feel, wait a minute, if, am I offending this person? then I better agree with him. And then agreeing with him means it's altered my reality. That's social-emotional learning, and that's what's happening in your schools right now. That's that's the, whether you're talking about anti-racism or you're talking about diversity, equity, and inclusion. It, it, they all mean pretty much the exact opposite of what they're saying, but they play upon the emotions to make you feel a different way but about look,
1: it. look, the end result is go- is that liberals are, are killing their own kids and, and sterilizing them, so it's like... <laughs> With what, what, what the future, if they if they get control of the information systems, I'm still not convinced that they will perpetuate their ideology enough.
3: Yeah,
2: I don't know. I'm terrified that that could happen. Like being kids, people being born into a system where they don't, where they're just being told. It'll be what will happen is the things we know now can be erased from the conscious memory, they can be rewritten, the digital, all the things can be burned, mm-hmm. the stuff can be translated. Like, we probably were born into a system of brainwashing without realizing it. Sure, oh, Columbus sailed the ocean blue, we're the good guys, and then you find out the eradication of the genocide of the population, the all the horrors. Or is that even real? Yeah, exactly.
1: Is it? Who knows what who happened?
4: knows what is real? You so, may be
1: so, No, this is an important point, just to, just to hit on that. When you're like, we hear that Columbus did you know, he, he came here and discovered America or whatever, that's like, oh, okay, that's really cool. Then you learn later, like actually he genocided the Native Americans. The question is which which version of history is the true version? If one of them is wrong, how do you know which one's the real one?
2: If either of them are real.
1: Right. Right. For all well, we know, Christopher Columbus came over on a jet ski and like and, just chill or <laughs> even had a cocoa.
2: I I grew up in the United States just fine and if i was if i was in some sort of fog intentional uh, you know be made to believe lies and stuff i was okay about it and i was totally happy so I, i'm afraid that people could grow up in this modern technocratic society yeah. and experience the same kind of thing and just go along with a, you know free speech then not knowing what that means or they'll still use the term free speech but it will mean what they want it to the, be redefined as the
4: freedoms you sacrifice now your children will never know or yes. practice it that's, uh, right. that's a it's a famous quote i butchered it it doesn't matter but what jacinda over here this, this lunatic, crazy, insane bureaucrat from New Zealand is calling for is already happening in other parts of the world. In the United Kingdom, if you offend someone with your post and someone sees it, you go to jail. Recently, a, U- a UK police officer arrested someone because he called them a, a wiener head, uh, but in a more whoa, unfamily, whoa, 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 unfamily, friendly uh, show. That's rough. Oh, In a more, okay, the censorship yeah. boards mm-hmm. are already. Uh, I have to navigate it carefully here.
2: But, Hot dog but, face. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. he call him a dickhead? Yes. <laughs> <Yes>. Oscar <common>, <laughs> <common dickhead? Yes. laughs> Yeah, yeah, he called him like, a dickhead. When
1: when we when, when, oh, feel so good to say when, dick, he called him a dickhead. When we try to when we try to avoid spring on the show it's for like the sake of someone who might have kids in the room I was just thinking that we but talk about we the darkest to... World
2: War 3 stuff and there's kids that like what? what how much worse can it get <laughs> than talking about the potential end of humanity
3: well I mean saying the word uh, dick
1: 18 plus. Yeah, <laughs> but
0: if we if we need to say
1: like express like yes. you know
4: we, we but the algorithm also picks up harsh language as, yeah. as well. well so, Phil DeFranco's so I got the he's got I have, millions I, of I also, he says but if, the F word nonstop. I know, man, he care. But, but he has you know buddies and he he repeats the and the he gets demonetized too. Yeah. I support you, Phil. So yeah. so 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 again, I I also want to be respectful but, to the children out there and their families out it, there. But it's but, also but, a name. But but just to bring it back here, what Jacinda is calling for is already happening. She's just calling for it to be implemented everywhere under the control of one centralized body that will get to arrest people for offending people, hurting their emotions and saying things that the government uh, arbitrarily says, well, this is not accepted now. You go to jail. But
2: she says that people some the people will use this tactic of putting knowledge out that's fake, basically lying, and that often they have to do it for the reasons of destroying and evil. But she's very clear that it's often. It's not all the time. That's why you're innocent until proven guilty. If, if you if you put out you can lie, like you're allowed to lie and insult people. At least in this country, you are.
1: I want to pull up this story from the Daily Mail. Bruce Willis sells rights to permit right? deep fake digital twin of himself to be created to, for use on screen, allowing him to come out of retirement after aphasia diagnosis. What? No, he's what? not coming out of retirement. This is just the beginning of... What, what, what should we call this? We need an era. The fake era. Darkly area. Scanner yeah, Darkly era. Yeah. Scanner Darkly era. Look, we were just talking about how what? they... You're not going to know what's real. Yeah, they're, they'll deep fake a video of you know Trump or something, and then people are just going to believe it. I was on Rogan's show. Uh, it was I think it was last year, and he asked me, he was like, "Are you worried about the deep fake stuff?" And I was like, "Nah, I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about that because you know people you're, they're going to know where Trump is. They're going to know where you know whoever the president is. They're going to know where they're at and when they're speaking. Now that I'm looking at it, and I think I deeply underestimated the abilities of deep fake technology, yeah. and this is just the beginning." A video will go viral and it will be of president, you know, one, two, three, whoever. And they'll say something that won't sound too crazy, but will be worrying. (laughs) They'll say something like, this this, this is what you need to watch out for. You'll get a video of a president saying, we need to focus on our tax reduction plan. And all they'll do is change reduction to, to, you know, uh, incremental. Something very simple to shift support away from the person. They'll say something like, it is true we're offering a 1% income tax reduction. And then they take that video and deepfake increase. And then they send that out. It goes viral. This is, when, when I hear them say stuff like, you know, we have to be concerned about misinformation. disinformation. Hey, they're not wrong. That Jacinda Ardern being like, people will use misinformation. I'm like they will the problem is it's primarily been coming from government and major corporations so my fear is not the random dude in his living room who somehow gets access to a deep fake generator or a, like a good one because people can actually get these consumer grade ones my concern is government or military grade technology that can generate deep fakes and then one day you're an anti-war activist you're, you're saying Julian Assange, and then all of a sudden a video gets leaked, which is indistinguishable from, from, from any other normal video of you saying something believable, but reputation damaging. And you come out and say, that's a deep fake. And people are going to be like, oh, get out of here, conspiracy theorist. And then the media can run the video. And when you threaten to sue, they'll say, but your honor, we have a video of him saying it. And the judge is going to be like, can you prove it's fake? And they're going to go, how do you prove it's fake? It's a deep fake. And they're like, yeah. either prove it's a deep fake or it stands that's the world we're entering and and you know what i gotta tell you we're there already we
2: are there now this story about bruce willis this is entertainment i've heard that people that government organizations will like put files on people's computer and then go Get their you, oh you got oh, child yeah. porn on your computer there and was they a, go so bust who somebody was for it. Who was They that? do that. Yeah. They do that with deep yes. fakes too. They call as government mean to control the mind. I mean, meant is like meant is mente is, is mind. Govern the 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 root of the word is to direct or control. It's a Rome. It's a Latin term. It's just mind control. I mean, that's mm-hmm. the essence of government is controlling <laughs> yeah. people's thoughts. Well,
3: and and it must be noted that the that. Jefferson the the quote on the inside of the Jefferson Memorial is I declare eternal hostility against any form of tyranny over the mind of man mm. And that they were wanting to tear it down in 2020. Interesting. That's wow. all I mean, you know
2: Wow man we
4: we also have to understand that this technology also is developing at such a very fast rate this is what's public what is not public what don't we know about and personally from my own speculations and my own kind of thinking about this if you could deep fake actors and and certain videos you could probably deep fake individuals you could probably deep fake uh, influencers you can probably mm-hmm. deep fake entire social media accounts to pretend to be somebody pushing an agenda that of course is going to be making videos is going to be having uh, you know the the selfies is going to be of course broadcasting about everything but everything's going to be user computer AI generated to push a certain idea to emotionally manipulate you in a certain way that benefits a multinational corporation or a private entity and in interest that of course have an, that 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 want to manipulate you for their own personal causes. Who's going to be doing that? Very powerful people, the corp, the the billionaires, the multinational corporations, the government, the secret societies, the intelligence agencies. All of the people now saying, "Hey, you having free speech is bad. We need to control all of it," which is an absurd idea. And 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 what Ian is saying is 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 not too far away from the reality it is trauma-based mind control that a lot of people are going through are unaware of it and this is one of the main ways that they they use to control people is with emotions and now ai generated content creators i think that's something that we should be looking out for
1: ian is 100 percent correct meant, uh, that's the suffix, comes from the uh, Latin mente, meaning Mentis. mind. Yeah,
5: mental.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then govern
2: is to steer, drive, or control.
0: Oh, right. Good to know. There you so go. So blatant.
2: And it doesn't have to steer be the people the mind. we're paying taxes to. That's not doesn't mean that's the current government of the day. Who's the current government of the day? Google, alphabet. Yes. They're controlling yes. what we see, yeah. hear, and think.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, not directly, but indirectly. No, I think
3: directly. I mean, you, they, you they're, can they're still throwing it in. right at you. You can opt point. in, but not really. I mean, go, go, go down the street. I, I was at a water park just, to, just not too long ago, in the middle of Oklahoma. And I went up and I was like, hey, I need some quarters. They were like, we're cashless. We, we, we don't accept cash. You know what I mean? And in order to do that, then, okay, well, I've got a phone. I don't have my card. You know, maybe it's in the locker or whatever. You have to opt into the technology to be a part of society now. So I I, I think it's absolutely direct and it's pervasive and it's becoming more and more pervasive in not just the AI way or not just the deep fake way, but in the everyday I, I've got to feed my family, you know, go to school kind of way that everyone deals with. And that's that's the real danger of this, is that it's it's a part of everyday life.
1: So it's actually Greek before uh, Latin. Uh, Kuberman and gubermer, the, the Greek word, Kuber, this is what Google says for etymology, was to steer. And then in Latin became gubermer, which meant to steer and rule, which led to old French governor, which was probably just pronounced to govern. And then they added "ment" of the mind, so to steer and control the mind.
0: Hmm. Fascinating. Yeah. There you go.
1: You you learn. You you. you what is what is it? You, you
0: learn something.
1: Yeah. Every day. No. Yeah. No. No. The more you know. No, the, the military. military yeah, the you know. yeah. the, the military, you know. military yeah. certainly is yeah.
2: used to control your mind because it's the threat of force that gets you to pay your taxes and things like that mm-hmm. with government. Um, but it's not. That's not really the. Go- Man, it's like a usurpation of global governance happened in the last 20 years, and, and I'm, you know, we're waking up to it the now. The liberal
1: international economy, my friend. Yeah, it, yeah. Was, it
2: was stripped by corporate, by alphabet. Like they, without us realizing it, they just took control of the narrative. You guys mm-hmm. have it. What are you going to do with it, man? It's, it's
1: amorphous. You know? yeah. uh, there was a point where AOL was the dominant digital force, but it wasn't that powerful because the internet wasn't that powerful. And then AOL still exists, but I mean, who talks about them? Yahoo still exists, but mm-hmm. come on. Alphabet is insane. Alphabet's like eleven man, companies yeah. or something. Yeah, it's BlackRock. It's, like it's the corporation. I mean, yeah, it's like just welcome to the sci-fi dystopia where the corporation. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, that's why
2: they called it <laughs> Alphabet. <laughs> they're making fun of like uh, NBC and CBS and ABC. They're like, yeah, CIA, all the letters, CIA, IC, FBI, FBI. They're like, we're all of them, man. We are the Alphabet. Yeah, that's, that's wild. That's creepy. That's, that's one true. form of government is Alphabet. But um, you
1: have to wonder if that's true, and they're as powerful as we as 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 many fear. Why would they allow this show? Is it because there's us. nothing we can well, do to stop it?
3: Well, no, maybe. But I think it's also that inadvertently we hit points, all of us do, in the because we actually think we hit points that they like at certain points. And they think, okay, well, at this point, we're going to allow it up to this point because they're still giving us what we want, even though we don't like most of what they're saying. And because we're free thinking people, right? But at the certain point you get to an Alex Jones or you get to a you know, uh, another person like that or even James Lindsay being taken off Twitter, I'm, the moment you hit it, the too much, they take you down.
1: You I'm, know? I'm telling you, you got to get chickens. You'd really understand this, right? So we have, I think, 30 chickens outside and they're all doing their chicken thing and it's fine. But we had a couple chi- of roosters in there and then when they start acting up, they get removed and sent to Cocktown, the penal colony, where all the ro- rooster boys go. Penal
5: colony. Penal oh, colony, yeah, because they're always fighting. Fascinating. They're always
1: fighting. And so so the point is, I don't care what the chickens do at all. They can fight, eat, bang, whatever. But when they step too far with mm-hmm. it, they get removed. So my view is maybe a show like this, they view similarly like, yeah, 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 they're all in their coop doing their stupid thing. It's not. It's, it, it doesn't matter to us. We don't care. But Alex Jones, on the other hand, he was that loud, obnoxious rooster that wouldn't stop screaming. Right. And finally, they were like, "Okay, now now this rooster is causing me problem. I'm having a meeting, and it's screaming and squawking, and it's and now my my the, the guy the sell, I'm trying to sell to he leaves. So I say, okay, we're taking him out and we're putting him in the penal colony, right? Once you you will know when you've stepped out of line.
3: Well, and the, and that has happened even to a smaller. You know, I'm a, I've got 20,000 20, Twitter followers, but I'm working with a with a group uh, a guy named Alvin Louis of Courage is a Habit. It's a great name, great organization. You should go look for it. But um, he uh, we we just under uncovered this this kind of scandalous videos uh, from the ASCA, which is the American School Coral, uh, American School Counselors Association, and within. What is it 17 hours? We all both of us got uh, banned uh, From Twitter from YouTube from from Amazon and from Google and it was like we're nobody, you know I mean you you guys have hundreds of thousands of years why but we hit something and then the next day the next day A video comes from the Federal Department of Education just praising school counselors. It was amazing. I'd never seen anything like it.
1: The the, the censorship targets the smaller accounts because they don't make a ripple when they're banned. That's true. So they're pulling out, you know, look, you get a big, thick hair and you yank it out of someone's head. It hurts, Mm -hmm. but you got a little peach fuzz here. You can pop them out. People don't feel anything. That's basically what this is. They know that if they ban bigger channels, it creates ripples and it amplifies, at least temporarily, and may... You know what? What is saying? You get a, you got a roach, you step on it, and the eggs go flying everywhere, yeah. or something like that. That's what they want to avoid. So they go for the smaller. They they they're going for the grassroots. They're cutting the roots at the core to eliminate the support. If you're banned from YouTube or Twitter as a small follower, mm-hmm. then it's a lot harder for you to follow along, interact with, and support the person who is speaking. That's, that's Twitter's strategy. Well,
3: and that's, it's happening on YouTube, too. I mean, I'm right now, I am more shadow banned on Twitter than I've ever been, uh, and, and it's because of the fight that we're having in Oklahoma about these, these hospitals and the trans issue, and it just got a little too close to home, and it's amazing to me to see it because I just thought, oh, I'm small. You know, I, I've got a decent following for the area, but I'm small, but you're right. They come after you because if they get us, you know, it, it, and you have no grassroots, you all can talk all you want uh, in, the, in these bigger platforms, but it's, it's the grassroots that really makes the, the bottom up change. And so I don't know. I don't know what we do about that. We we have to start doing something.
2: Well, we need to please ourselves from the bottom up. I think the corporation alphabet's got it's it's balancing the heaviest hammer ever noticed by humanity, essentially like intellectual hammer. And and they have twelve. Some of these. I'm gonna read off some of their companies: Calico, is Human Health Company, Over Overcome Aging. Capital G is private equity. DeepMind does artificial intelligence. Google Google does internet services. Google Fiber is its own company. Uh, GV is a venture capital company. Intrinsic does robotic software. Isomorphic Labs does drug discovery. <laughs> Verily is a human health company. Uh, Waymo is autonomous driving. Wing does drone-based delivery. And X-Development is research and dev for moonshot. They're taking us to space. Uh, these technologies, in the hands of a private company, are very, very dangerous. Mm-hmm. If the pri- proprietary what, code, what's gets the alternative? Open sourcing the code so that we at least know how to counteract drones when they mount machine guns on them and start hacking them and flying them over, you know, uh, cities and and Don't suburbs. And- but but like in a detrimental way, that's negative or illegal or amoral and unethical. Uh, what do you, what do you mean is? Anything that
1: could happen. Drones themselves. I mean, you've seen bad.
2: Terminator 2. The guy didn't know he was building the Terminator while he was building it. It's proprietary. If when this, when you guys, you're listening right now, the owners, you guys at Alphabet, when you sell the company, the next guy that gets that code has control of the world. you got to free that stuff. Also, a lot
4: of people who worked on the nuclear bomb didn't know that they were working on the nuclear bomb. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of the scientists also regretted it. There's also a lot of cases of the scientists who worked on it committing suicide because of the guilt that they felt building this. But but to go along with the point that started this conversation, if, if resist- resistance was futile, they wouldn't need to censor us. And they are censoring us. And there are a lot of underhanded things that we still don't even know about that happen on YouTube, on Twitter, on Google, on Facebook, on, on MailChimp, ev- almost everywhere online, there are small, underhanded things happening that are not as blatant, that are not as big as censorship. And I think what we're seeing here is is kind of like the boiling of the frog analogy. Slowly and surely, they're pushing for this, but they know that they can't move too quickly because their whole ge- agenda and their whole game will be uncovered because it's essentially the truth that will expose it all. And that's what they're afraid of.
1: It sous vide. Is that what it's called? Yeah, the eggs sous vide no it's the, the the vacuum slow cook in warm yeah, water yeah. So oh I've yes
5: i've only seen the eggs version oh okay like starbucks
1: yeah 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 you guys know what yeah, that is thanks. yeah you oh, like sous-vide. you vacuum seal sous vide you vacuum seal the meat and then you put it in the warm water for like 20 hours and then it makes it like really tender or whatever hmm. that's great. what's happening that's yeah. what happened to the human race we're not race. we're not even boiling let me tell you guys a story really gentle i was once playing world of warcraft on my laptop and i had it on my lap this was 18 oh my man oh, man this got to be gosh how old was i, I was 20 I, think I know where this is going Where's it going?
2: Oh, it's about singeing leg hairs. So the egg. hairs ever no, no, grow no, back. No, no, frying no. your eggs? Of yeah. <laughs> Tell me more.
1: So I'm sitting Indian style, so it's being held up by my thighs on my left and my, and my right. And I'm sitting in bed and um, you know, I was playing, my laptop got really hot. When I took the laptop off, my left leg itched and I scratched it and pulled skin right off. <gasps> <gasps> the computer was hot, but only slowly. Oh, and it no. burned me blistered and I didn't notice because wow. it happened so slowly. When I put the laptop on my, on, on, when I was sitting with my laptop, it was cold. After playing for a couple hours, it was really, really hot and constantly on my skin. And I didn't feel any pain. Well, and it was a small blister that I ended, up. I, I itched and pulled it right off. Well, and,
3: and part of that was too, your mind was so focused on yep. something else. So it just removed all the sensation from the other parts of your body and all the blood rushing to that that neuro, you know, the, the the dopamine and stuff you're getting from the game, it, it removes feeling oh, from the rest of your body. And it you deep know what fries I mean?
4: your balls. And many yeah, doctors are saying right. that yeah. it, it actually has a very bad impact that's on, yeah, on, pe- on males' sperm, sperm counts. So when they people are
2: f- heavily focused on entertainment, they're desensitized, they become desensitized. Well, because
3: when you're focused on something that isn't real, and it makes the, you know, it makes the, it makes the real less real.
1: Faraday cage underwear.
5: Yes.
3: Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs>
4: it. Protect your balls. It's protect your butt. Protect Seriously, you dance. need it now with all the with all the you know warfare
2: against the balls. I have a. How um, do we do it? How I do a we do Faraday it? Faraday cage uh, fanny pack. Put my oh, phone really? in there when I walk around. Yeah, it doesn't irradiate my nuts. Ooh, cool. oh. I like it.
3: I have a Faraday cage like pouch that my dad sent me because he's like, You're paranoid too. Here's a Faraday cage for your phone. I, I like, should perfect. get one of these. You should, we we should, we should yeah. We yeah. put we your phone in there. Yeah. We
1: should call the company and say, Can you make underwear?
3: They, yeah. they, they, you know they, they should can. sponsor my, my. There you go. Uh, and we can, can make, make the Faraday underwear. Clothing
1: in general. It, wouldn't, my gosh. it, wouldn't, it, it doesn't work because. Um, it has to be close. So I'll give you an example. The tinfoil hat thing uh-huh. actually has the inverse effect, it amplifies because the signals can still enter from mm-hmm. underneath through your body. Now water does block a lot so of this you stuff. You need a
2: one-way mirror.
1: You need a full Faraday suit. Mm. So it can block every part. So if you want to walk around one of the, You ever see those Faraday suits? Yeah. They're really cool. Yeah, if you want to walk around in that, I guess.
2: Or when it can get out but it can't get in. So it'll sneak in the corners and then can get, work its way back out, bounce we out. Should, we
1: should just build out We should build a triple layer Faraday cage just to do it and film it and like We should do one big one, a small one, and then inside the so there's there's a big one you can walk in. Then another one inside that, and then there's a box. And so we can see at what point the cell phone stops. We were working. actually planning
2: mm. on building that. Where do you want to do it? Afghanistan. Okay. You think we should start construction soon? Let's do it before it's too cold.
3: Yeah.
2: We could probably whip yeah. that up pretty quick. And then, I mean,
1: in, in reality, we'd probably want to put it indoors somewhere. Yeah, for sure. Because then we could store stuff in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, microfiber yeah, cages, basically. So the old prepper trick is to is to put a microwave like in deep storage and put a phone and a laptop in it, but mm-hmm. it's like unplugged, obviously. You, you know, mm-hmm.
2: I don't think that freeing, telling Alphabet corporate execs to free the code is is sensical enough. I know you guys think like, come on, Ian, that's like that's just such a hitting it with a sledgehammer. I know you can't just give it give it all away. It's not, but at some point, I mean, if you are trying to hold on to this power, it's gonna obliterate your hand and then it's going to consume us like we can't no no sector group of us can do this alone only only beings of extraordinary
1: strength could wield such power I mean mm. if if somebody were to hold this then powerful bursts of purple energy light would emit from their hand and then they would scream and explode and it would just be damaging everybody it might just be a defense. defense a group of people that our close and friends could hold each other's hands and temporarily contain that power, just enough to defeat Ronan.
2: Oh, I'm going to start doing a meditation, a group meditation. If you guys want to join me at 2 p.m. tomorrow, uh, I'll be meditating. Uh, I'll be doing it for at least five minutes. And if you want to jump in right at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I think that the power of good needs to organize. What are you going to focus on? Nothing. Empty mind.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
3: And the, you can meditate as long as you want. There are some
4: very interesting studies about big well, meditation prayer. groups focusing on one thing and helping um, actually bring those things forward.
3: Well, that, that's the scientific case for prayer. Yes. You, you know. know what I mean? The, the, and yeah, prayer, the, meditation the, has prayer. a lot I mean, of power. I mean, the, the, yeah. When you focus, you know, and you can have whatever. Focus
4: know. on your intention.
0: Yeah, you yeah you you focus on your intention, or just
3: focus towards a result. But if you do it from the the, the standpoint of God or or wherever you do it, it obviously hasn't. This picked. might backfire in I know. giving no, no, Ian no, no, the hold idea. Hold look at his eyes. <laughs> no, 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 hold on. I got
1: it. I got it. I got it. I got it. We, For- we want to make sure that everybody who's listening who does do the group meditation with Ian, that they have the intention of something good and noble. Yes. So I think tomorrow at 2 p.m., when everyone begins to meditate, they should all focus on aliens coming to Earth. No. 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 no, no, no Stop no, no, it. No, no, no. But hold on. You need They're to They're going
4: to look sure. at us. They're like, Kamala Harris, Joe Biden are your leaders of the free world? Yeah. We're taking yeah, over. Yeah, get it, get it out of I, here. Make sure
3: you did denote time zone. Yeah. Okay. PM, this world is a prank. Time. It's a
4: joke on all of Just life kidding.
2: in the universe. We got to get rid of it. I encourage focus on whatever you want. I trust you. We, I think it's going to work itself out as long as we're all working on this together. No, 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 no! Don't listen to him. Everyone, focus on Ian getting ripped. Yeah, there Ooh. you go. Don't make me get ripped. And finally working out. I'll get I'm getting
3: ripped. I'm going to yeah. start working out and right yeah. after the meditation i be like,
1: so yeah.
2: inspired.
1: Something just overtakes Ian's body yeah. and he gets up and is like what's happening? I'm walking to the gym.
2: No, I'm we, picking up the weights. We, tri- <sighs> we tried this in 2007 on stickum.com but the the software wasn't good enough to get more than like 15 of us in a chat room and the software crashed when we had like 40 or 80 people and they're trying to meditate. I don't think we need to need to be in the same room in the vicinity, you know, with this High-frequency, long-range communication of video chat, but we can, we will do that later. Tomorrow is going to be you and yourself, and whoever else wants to join you. And peace. I,
1: I really do think everyone should focus on Ian getting ripped. Yes yeah, do it. Okay. Not like because you know Ian will just be Setting overcome cause tomorrow because you know when is Soldier Fit coming tomorrow? Can we?
4: Uh, I gotta get it, get back to him. We gotta talk to Danny. Danny, you're awesome. Soldier Yay. Fit. Uh, and uh, Ian, you had many offers to work out with me. Well, 3 p.m. I'll be on Pop Culture Crisis on uh, YouTube. That doesn't so help. You'll we'll be, we'll be able to watch. <laughs> Why don't you
2: do Thursdays? Do Thursdays and Friday will be our workout day. Oh, i mm-hmm. love We should pick a workout day. We'll both be there. Because last time you. You, you ditched. On me. Oh, no, no, no. no don't, I mean, you not, you guys, don't you put it you on me. Don't you put it on me. I'm like, extension. the trainer's
4: here. Let's go. And then you're like, no, my hair's no. going to be wet. I don't want my hair to be. <laughs> wet. I'm like, Ian, let's go. I love the idea of working I'm, out. I'm you, knocking man. at your door. You're sleeping the whole time. That's Come on. Good.
1: That's why we need everyone listening at 2 p.m. to all meditate. Give it five minutes and just imagine Ian lifting weights.
2: You have to meditate on Tim taking off the beanie. Everyone imagines it. You know what he looks like.
3: (laughs) And a black hole. I'm over here.
2: I'm over here. best self. Trying to get (laughs) Ian to get ripped. (laughs) That life is going up. Let's go
1: to super chats. What about peace? Can we have peace? No. No. We need frivolity, people. We need frivolity. (laughs) (laughs) All right, all right, let's go to Super Jets. If you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button? Become a member at TimCast.com. We're going to have a members-only Uncensored show coming up at 11 p.m. And uh, share the show, be the notification. A lot of people are mentioning that uh, they're not getting notifications. Some people are saying they're starting to get them again. But we're about a month out from the midterm, so surprise, surprise, weird things are starting to happen.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You can prevent all of that, or you can counter it by simply sharing the video and notifying others. I've started tweeting out the video. I didn't used to do that, but clearly... I have to be the notification as well. All right. I am says, look up man-computer symbiosis. It's a paper from MIT in 1960, and it's where all the big tech ideology began. One-year member here today, too. Hey, thanks, man. Appreciate the support. Kalishnikov says, draft all the pro-war Democrats to go fight. Hey, I'm in favor of a constitutional amendment that says, if you vote in favor of war, you go fight it, Mm -hmm. because then we'd have no war.
4: Let the politicians fight it. Politicians want a war. Go ahead. Go fight it.
3: I'm no senator's son.
1: Shavit says, hey Tim, today is my wife's, Brittany's birthday and decided to do my first super chat to wish her a happy birthday. Ooh, we are also birthday. expecting our first child. Enjoy the content oh, and keep gosh. up the awesome work. Nice. Happy birthday. happy birthday.
3: Happy child.
1: Waffle sensei says, Luke, tell, tell him Putin, tell him Putin, that if he ends the war, you'll let him see the milkers or maybe even cop a feel. You're our only
4: hope. Oh. I appreciate your, your optimism. I'm Polish though. So there's a bit of a odd, you know, interaction there that would probably happen, even though we look like each other. True. Christian mm. Jemagochian
1: says, "I find it interesting that the one time the stream isn't about the culture war is the one time I get a notification about the stream."
4: Mm. Interesting. It, it could be the extra, uh, you know. Th- uh, it could actually mass. be that
1: in the algorithm, the people who work for the higher ups at Google prioritize talk of war and conflict with Russia.
3: That yeah. makes sense under yeah. the
1: under the idea that like. If we just promote people talking about war with Russia, it will work towards us no matter what the angle is.
4: Or they're just seeing how, how brave and bold I am, and they're like, that's good. We like yeah. it. Yeah.
3: Being uh, a true self. Backside.
4: Being his true self. Yeah.
3: yeah. Thank you. Okay. What Living we with your best glutes.
1: <laughs> Vosh says, So while you sit back and wonder why I got this effing thorn on my side, oh my God, it's a mirage. I'm telling you, it's sabotage. Interesting. That's like a Beastie Boys mm. song. Sure does, yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Raymond G. Stanley Jr. says, Tim, let's not forget that the broken brain admin revoked Trump's order to stop buying systems and parts for our electrical grid from China. They can sabotage our bulk power system from 6,000 miles away. That they can. Yeah, that's crazy. Jeez, man. Cyber warfare. People people, you won't even know. Like there could be like an oil refinery blowing up or like a a food market catching fire and you wouldn't know if it was a
2: accident or an act of sabotage. True. Unless they want you to know. It's kind of hard to find. Right. Jamumi says
1: first time I've actually got a notification and was able to join at the start and mm. oh boy did it start with a bang longtime viewer I remember Tim at 300k appreciate everything you all do hey appreciate it thank you for thank yes. for the support so many so many awesome members become a member at timcast.com we're uh, we're launching a new show with Shane Cashman he has tales from the inverted world which it takes like a year to, to to work out the full series which is I think this one's like 13 parts and it's like it's like a true crime mystery narrative storytelling arc the new show we're launching is going to be starting weekly. I believe it's going to be once a week. And it's a live conversation around unsolved mysteries, paranormal, murder, et cetera. So a lot of these same ideas, but sitting in an actual setting. If you guys see what we've been doing with our other shows, like Pop Culture Crisis, what what happens on Pop Culture Crisis, If you, you should subscribe if you haven't, is that every time a super chat comes in, money guns fire 20s into the air or whatever. I think, I think it's 20s, right? Yeah, $20 yeah. bills. Yeah. And then yeah. whenever the, the crisis meter fills up, air horns go off sirens go off and a bunch of money starts flying like crazy what we're doing with Shane's show is that whenever uh, super chats come in there's a combination of thunder lightning storms wind and then whenever a hundred thousand super chats comes in a thunderstorm will actually play low in the background as they talk about ghost stories and mysteries and things like that that's awesome yeah nice All right. Soy Jack Pointing Meme says Have you guys ever considered asking Oliver Stone on Timcast Timcast IRL? He seems like someone you could get, and his geopolitical knowledge. would make for a great conversation, especially
4: now. I I interviewed him before. He provides very interesting perspectives, uh, especially when it comes to Venezuela, which I disagree with him on. But I think his perspective would be
2: interesting to have a good conversation about.
3: It is a dream of mine to argue with him about the Kennedy assassination. Oh, that'd be great. I would love
2: that. Yeah, he he went and interviewed Putin like within the last couple of years, I think.
4: Yeah, he interviewed Putin. He made the, the JFK movie. I, mm-hmm. l- I like the J. freaking love yeah i would
3: love to have that conversation because I've, i went from conspiracy theorist to not so much interesting and so i would love to have that and I how much do they pay it. you oh yeah no, i saying. wish man <laughs> they don't pay me nothing i promise you that <laughs> all
1: right thomas tjg says what if china sabotaged the pipelines to escalate things over there while they set themselves up for something big that's a very good point mm-hmm. yeah yeah and that's so nato it. is like we don't know you know if you did this and then russia's like they did this and china's like oh. that's what
3: i was saying earlier i it, said that to lydia well it's that's like, why i said seems very china
4: yeah that's why so i said it might not be a government it could be an independent independent organization that did this
3: could it could it be uh, uh, environmental terrorism i mean yeah. could they not like could the be. the 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 gas and the flowing of energy throughout they want a clean energy agenda esg could be greta thunberg could hmm. be she's very did she Scooby greta down. and her frog men?
2: <laughs> 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 How dare, you? How dare you! i love it Gret.
3: it's
1: like everyone's making fun of her and she's acting all dumb but then it's like you know, she's in private. She's with these guys, and Get she's very serious. Get SEAL Team
4: Six. We're going in. This is how we're going
1: to do it. Here's the device. We Adam you. Noel says, "Tim, have you ever seen Star Girl on CW? It is literally one of the best superhero shows ever made, and it displays anti-woke conservative values. I'm not mm. even kidding at all. Star Girl, A plus. I, I watched the Star Girl on uh, HBO Max. I think it was. I enjoyed it. You know, it's like I don't know superhero show. I wouldn't say I I, I, don't, I can't remember it to be honest, mm. but." I mean, compared to She Hulk, you still watching it? No, (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't do it. After the, it's been just like, it started with a C, then it was like a C, then it was a D, and now it's F, and I'm like, I'm out. It's that bad. And it's funny because they're like, if you don't like it, you're an incel. Or the show is just bad. Calm down. Like, they're not even doing what they're trying. Look, you want to make a comedy lawyer show? I'm down. It's fine. But you can't take the MCU and then create this comedy lawyer show. It makes no sense. It doesn't work. I don't know what they were thinking, man. It's like she's a superhero and she fights, but it's a comedy in a courtroom and we have no idea how the law works.
3: Apparently not. (laughs) Okay.
1: Like they did an episode where you know, T- is using the name She-Hulk and they have to sue over it. And I'm like, this is the stupidest thing what? ever. It would be a summary judgment. The judge would be like, get out of my yeah. court. You're wasting my time. Like, you can't use someone else's name. It was on TV. Well, get out of here.
3: But that's where they want the law to go, you mm. know? So Interesting. you got to mirror it I if you want to see it. Bill
1: Hughes says Russia only owns 51% of the pipeline. Who could be behind the Nord Stream pipeline sabotage? Washington Examiner. Yes, uh, that's true. But it's it's a Russian point of leverage because they deliver through it. So that's why it's like, why would Russia do this to their own pipeline?
4: Yeah, they already shut off one pipeline, but, the but, but, Yamal pipeline, because right. the, Germany wouldn't accept it in uh, and it wouldn't pay in rubles. So they could just shut it off just like they did the other ones.
3: But doesn't it hurt Germany the most, the, this this shutting down of this pipeline? It was already and, shut down. It was shut down in no, August. No, I'm talking about the, the one that was just
2: sent. Yeah, there was no Stream 1 was and off. no one Stream 2. Right. The, and there was well, it was off. already one, off. They oh, they okay. Okay. off. Okay. okay, okay. But it you. is. It's an attack on Germany as well. Right,
3: right. That's what I was thinking. There's, yeah, Germany relies really
4: on uh, over 50% of its natural gas and energy from Russia. It's an attack we're on
3: off.
2: German infrastructure. What does Germany own the other 49%? Um,
4: I'm not sure about those exact
2: details. Well, so whoever owns that thing, it was an attack on those countries. Philip R. says,
1: formal invite for Jen Psaki to come on the pod would be great. I think the Canadian trucker honk honk meme. Ooh. I think for Tim, toot toot for the crystal flute. Okay. Uh, I'd love to have Jen, having Jen Psaki on the show would be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Thank God. I mean, she was brutally honest uh, recently when she talked about yes, Democrats in the midterms. She she outright, she basically says, we are targeting Republicans as extremists because that's the path to victory for Democrats. Mm-hmm. She just said it. I'm like, well, now that she's not in the White House, she's just telling it like it is, I guess. I mean I, I think she's wrong and I think it's a horrible thing but you know I think you
3: least. see that a lot from a lot of the press secretaries when they leave they have to try to regain some credibility you know what I mean and so they go out and they're brutally honest about the most obvious things so they can you know so people can trust them again because when you're in that job your whole job is just to say just like we see with Jean-Pierre you know? it's it's you have to say some crazy stuff and
1: Kojima Fire says Tim I regret to inform you that the Satan 2 missile is not Russia's most powerful nuke that title goes to the Poseidon a nuclear-powered torpedo that's autonomous and has a yield of 100 megatons. Yowza! Wow. So where we are right now, we're basically in Harper's Ferry. If a 100 megaton bomb hit DC, we would be caught in the fireball.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And like, for people who don't know, Harper's Ferry is like an hour and a half away from DC. That is a tremendous blast
2: radius. Is that just if it hits the ground is the airburst even no, further? No, airburst. Airburst.
1: Yeah, ground bursts don't spread as much. They, they, they air burst all of them it blankets the ground Oof. I guess ground burst results in more um after aftermath I
2: guess like it stays in the soil
1: it like stays in the ground and then starts rising up and spreading around whereas air burst it's in the air so it's already up and spreading around so it like lingers in a concentrated area hmm. I don't I don't know maybe I'm wrong OMG Puppies says the neocon goal is to maintain U.S. global dominance and halt the formation of a pan-Asian economic bloc and prevent a multipolar world order.
2: Which That's why wouldn't they get Russia and China involved? That's what I don't understand. If they want to prevent multipolar worlds, why not become a unipolar world and work together? Well,
4: if that was the strategy, they would be trying to divide China and Russia against each other and playing them up uh, so in a way where they would be fighting each other. We're not doing that. We're doing policies that are bringing them together, which is dangerous.
1: Av Weasel says, "I want to see Alex Jones as press secretary. That would be wild and hilarious to see." Agreed.
3: <laughs> or Maybe Michael fine. Malice.
1: Well, if Michael yeah. Malice is press secretary, he could have Deputy Press Secretary Alex Jones. Oh yeah, they they take could. the night off. Yeah. yeah, take the night off. Mr. Or Jones. he could just bring him out. Yeah, like you can bring out whoever you want for the press conference. Oh, oh,
3: oh, Obama did that once with Bill Clinton. He was having a rough time at it. He's like, you know, here, here's, here's Bill. You know, yeah, and it, take I me back that. to the 90s Yeah let's take it back for a minute And you talk about the economy <laughs> Can you, you just know, imagine Southern draw And
1: just you know Alex Jones standing up there <laughs> All the journalists <laughs> hey.
3: They'll
1: be right. like um, Mr. Deputy Press Secretary uh, Dave Smith The President is withdrawing Our troops from Afghanistan Don't you think this is dangerous <laughs> I think you're a globalist <laughs> I think you're a globalist And you want war <laughs> They'll be like uh, I'm, I'm a reporter for I- That'd be awesome
4: <laughs>
5: It would just be screaming yeah. Back and forth I would yeah. love it
1: Yeah <laughs> They wouldn't even get any questions in. you would just be <laughs> ranting at the podium and yelling, you work, I'll tell you about CNN, you once reported one. And they'd, they'd be like, uh. Yeah. Nobody ends up showing up, so it's just a live stream of Alex ranting <laughs> at the podium. And all of a sudden,
3: on. he's re <laughs> <laughs>
2: Honestly, those could be, they could just have, like, Twitter questions and then, you know, Kareem Jean-Pierre could just take, like, 15 Twitter questions and just say it. They don't need people in the <laughs> audience dude, asking dude. questions That's and getting ignored. That's what presidential debates no have sense.
3: become. I mean, the, Guys, what do they take, 15 Twitter questions? If you
1: if you thought the reaction to Donald Trump winning the presidency was bad, imagine what'll happen if Dave Smith wins the presidency. <laughs> It's yeah, it's yeah. it's good. you're gonna get the Republican and Democrat leadership being like he's secretly a communist, Nazi, fascist yeah. uh, alien. Mm-hmm. was like, Mars. imagine
2: what they would say about <laughs> baby, if, baby kicker, Russian. baby kicker. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: there'll be, they'll be, be deep the fakes of like Dave, like with a bag of babies, <laughs> like throwing them off a bridge. It's just ridiculous, crazy nonsense, because you know even with Trump. They didn't like him because of his America First policy. But Trump was not some guy who was going to be like anti-interventionist. Right. He, like, I, I don't want to say he, he definitely did some good things in terms of the Abraham Accords, the peace agreements. And those were things that they really did not like. But Dave Smith's attitude towards all of this is that Trump was still bad. So imagine him getting in office with everything he would want to do in terms of rescinding all of this uh, interventionist policy. Oh, they, their heads would explode. Yeah. Be be so done. He was it.
2: saying Trump gave a bunch of weapons to Ukraine that even Obama wouldn't yep, give to the Ukraine because he was afraid of inciting Russia. Trump was just like, whatever.
1: No, hey, but- that's not it. It was russia is going to move in if they can and if we make moves before it we can prevent it from happening Mm -hmm. if if the if joe biden declared a no fly zone over ukraine before the invasion Mm -hmm. russia would not have been able to invade without declaring war on us
3: and and they called trump crazy for doing things like that but i want to just say one thing eisenhower did the same thing he used to say i will use nuclear weapons at any given point that i want and this is dwight eisenhower and because of that and from 1952 to 1960 absolute peace because they thought he was just crazy enough to do it and that's why we had four years of peace with trump
1: you know what we need we need a video of trump sitting at his desk with a burrito and it's like the ca- <laughs> the, imagine this the camera angle is on the desk slightly pointed up and he's just eating with one hand and then he has one finger over the button and it says <laughs> nuke russia and he just looks at the camera very slowly while he bites the burrito and then he just, just
0: it's like 15 minutes. Didn't he video. do something like that where
3: he's- And then he
1: it. drops the burrito like, oh, oh no.
0: <laughs>
3: yeah, but, but wasn't there something like that uh, I just My saw that was finger. real where they said uh, he threatened a Taliban leader by showing him a picture of their house yes. or something like that? Yep. I was like, that is based. <laughs> that is based. He's probably just, you know, slid it right on over. He's like, hmm. You know, right. but but I want you wanna, take I, what you want from that. Okay, guys, wanna, you take I, what you want.
1: I just want to stress that, like, the the point of that video is that Putin's going to be like, okay, I get it, I get it, yeah. I, no war, no war. Like, you know, that's true. But I, I think under Trump, the reason why Putin didn't invade was twofold: one, Trump was not interested in expanding NATO authority into Eastern Europe, and Putin kind of was worried that Trump was nuts, right? Might press the button.
3: Well, and so that that unpredictability in a leader is not a bad thing geopolitically. It can keep. Things peaceful. Well, We've seen that at least in two times in the last seventy years, the fifties and during Trump's administration. But but it's important so, to know
4: we don't we still don't know exactly what happened behind the scenes with the Trump administration. But we, we do have, with we, have, the have we have we have that story. Yeah, we have we yes. have that with Eisenhower. Uh, but we still don't know what's going on here. And uh, Trump even made comments a couple of days ago saying that the threat of war, yeah. World War III is keeping him up at night.
3: Yeah, but he's so, not there to stop it. You know what I'm saying? That that's part of
4: it. How I mean? did he stop it? We don't know. Yeah. But there's a we lot of bravado, a, there's a lot of PR. We don't know what happened yeah. here, but but yeah. You know. We
3: need yeah. a
1: we need to someone someone to draw like a manga style comic of uh, like like a manga of Trump and then like Russia fires the nuke and then Trump catches it with a single hand and he's yeah. like holding it back as it's like <laughs> and then and then he goes super saiyan and then throws it back at Putin. Putin's like, "No." <laughs> All right, here we go. Bent Knee Record says, "Why are you silent on the Iran protests?" The women of Iran are risking their lives to call for freedom against a religious fanatic dictatorship. They deserve your attention. Amen. It's true. Um, I suppose it's because there's a lot of things happening. We just, we prioritize what we think, you know, typically is the big news. But I will also say, you know, absolutely, I agree in respect to them. It's not the first time something like this has happened.
2: So... I guess what well, happened, from what I've heard, is that a 22-year-old girl wouldn't wear her hijab. And so the, the moral Morality Police, is that what they're actually officially called? The Iranian Morality Police? I don't yes. know what they're called. They grabbed her, put her in a van, beat her To death. To death yeah, yeah. Torture well, that, to death. that's
3: to this is the story, story. Part, and there's uh, there's another story from the other, the other
4: side uh it's hard to believe but but it's also important to note here there are some protests that are promoted and some that are completely ignored but mm-hmm. when you see the corporate media right. and the u.s government response to this they're always in it is an well, agenda behind and,
3: and, those. And, and, so and the, the u.s one, government just, just one one wants a
2: revolution in iran Do,
3: yes i i think another it's one. very i think it's very interesting that usually iran will stop this very quickly Mm-hmm. that that's something that uh, anytime there's been an uprising like this other than when the ayatollah took over itself since then With it's the been like the CIA right 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 yeah since then uh, any uprising that has just barely started gets immediately pushed down and now i'm seeing pictures of shirtless women standing in front of religious yeah. things And people and, should
4: have freedom and people yes should they fight should we the should
3: absolutely yeah but what but i think what you're saying is, is that mm, let's just watch it for a minute and make sure that this is all in the up and up and and support those who need supporting but you
4: know well i would an support at. any protest against yeah. any government that's true but yes, yes um at the same time we got to understand that there's bigger things at hand here being played that are manipulating the situation
1: <laughs> all right chandler lee says mr ousley you're my choir teacher in seventh and eighth grade at bms i'm glad to see you're doing hey. well good sir huh. what's
2: that
3: chandler lee all right how you doing brother
2: what's it's good BMS?
3: to see oh uh, 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 that's blackwell <clears throat> middle school Oh, yeah, cool. so this is Blackwell, Oklahoma. So very wow. small, awesome town. Home of the Maroons. Do you like it's teaching choir? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: That's awesome. Yeah,
3: it's a, yeah. It's a, I miss choir. I miss teaching choir, but you know, I'm out here. Maybe, maybe the fight, maybe I can go back to it one day. So.
1: Only Ever Wanted says, looks like Secret Invasion isn't just a new Marvel series coming soon, with China exposed running secret police in U.S. and Canada. Yeah, we didn't get into that story, but it's oh, yeah. crazy. Maybe we could
4: talk about it tomorrow.
1: Yeah. China's got 50 in Europe, three in Toronto, and one in New York. They're secret Chinese police to police former and, and current citizens abroad. Yeah. That's yeah, what the official statement the is. That's the mission
2: statement. But Only think, Chinese people are right. going to be affected.
1: Like, the fact that a foreign government has law enforcement operating secretly on our soil is a... It, it's... <laughs> like, we're being colonized
4: and invaded. But mm-hmm. The United States also does that as well. The NYPD yeah, has many branches outside of the United States working internationally everywhere as well that's creepy man so they're just copying oh, no. what we're doing
1: <laughs> Noah Rasbin says I will not stand for the disgusting and uneducated Godzilla slander from last night Andrew needs to educate himself on real film before speaking ooh spicy mm. and it's a Gojira uh, not Godzilla Gojira yeah it was because uh, the Japanese film there were saying Gojira Andrew's and, not a fan <laughs> and then Americans thought that they were saying with an accent Godzilla mm.
0: they're
1: saying Gojira no he just said something like there were a ton of how many Godzilla movies have, have they written been mm-hmm. so far I am not a fan. I don't like giant fighting robots and monsters or any of that stuff. Pacific Rim. I'm Voltron
2: like, was cool. I thought. It was because of five and one. You know, what teammates. I do,
1: what I do, really want to see, and I think, I think it can unify the left and the right in the culture war. I think it can bring world peace. Would be if uh, Dom in Fast and the Furious Ten gets superpowers, and they introduce superpowers into the Fast and the Furious cinematic universe, and then uh, maybe even the multiverse. You know, maybe maybe uh, travel to other planets. You know, I'm open. I'm Maybe. Open. But you know, just seeing Vin Diesel fly around with laser eyes like Superman. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's that would unify the world. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we need more
2: fourth dimensional activity. Yeah. Well,
3: let <laughs> <I'll>, let <it laughs> in and out. Let's go. Whoa. Pulsing. Whoa.
1: Let's grab <laughs> some subjects. The music anon says, Tim, thank you for defending the flute yesterday. If we don't put a stop to the desecration now, it will be the same as when they went after statues a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Hate for them to go after an artifact of bigger value. There it is. It's very much like the uh, desecration of the statues. The word I was looking for is degradation. yeah I course. said desecration, but uh, the, the, the moral foundation is sanctity degradation, uh, deg- degradation. So sanctity is basically like you value um, you, you have a value to the to the icons and the symbols of of your country, of your ideas of your history, of your people. And for me, the issue with the flute is that it was specifically an ornamental unplayed flute. And they brought it on stage for this, this, this clown show. Look, I, got, I, don't, I, don't, I have no disrespect towards Lizzo as a musician or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, her taking the flute, tuning it while twerking, is, it was like an unserious... It, for what purpose was it done? She didn't play a song with it for the crowd. She no. just was handed it and then degra- uh, degraded it. It is no longer an ornamental unplayed flute. It is now a spectacle for a Lizzo concert. Hmm. And what they're saying on Twitter... They're saying the leftists. This is what you do after you conquer your, uh, after conquering your enemy, you humiliate them.
2: Yeah. That's their. That's their. That's their idea. That's how they feel about this.
3: And progressivism progresses. Indeed. Well, it's yeah. different
2: than someone taking and peeing on it. But I mean, it was a flautist. Well, that, that but that's the least.
3: point. It's incremental. If it, it it's always progresses a little by slowly. But it only takes you know a chip, a chip, a chip, and then there's a crack in the dam, and then it breaks. You know, it's 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 like bankruptcy. Yeah. A little by slowly, and then all at once.
1: Here You Hate says, invite the last podcast on the left guys on. Um, I, I've heard of that, but I'm not familiar with what, what it is. What, what is it? Yeah, is it a leftist either. podcast or is that just a name?
5: I imagine they are. I'm not sure. The first
1: podcast know. on the right?
5: Yeah, that would be us. Yes. No, I don't know.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what they do. Yeah. Wyatt Caldenberg says, Tim, can you get Mike Benz from Foundation for Freedom Online on the show? I saw him on TV and he is really sharp on internet censorship issues. Who's that? Mike Benz from Foundation for Freedom Online.
3: I'll write that down. B-
1: uh, Blave K- uh, Kaiser says, Tim, your deepfake story is the setup to the anime Deadman Wonderland. Interesting. Matt Kelly says, James Earl Jones also retired and signed his Darth Vader voice rights over to AI, to Disney, right? Whoa. Yes, he did. Whoa. Yes, he did. Yikes. They bought him. At the- they bought his voice. Here's the coolest thing. Here's the coolest thing. It's going to be a thousand, two thousand years. Earth is going to look exactly as it does. Aliens are going to show up and they're going to come down and there's going to be people running around doing stuff. and They're going to be like, oh, we found a civilization of, 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 you know, people. And then they're going to find out that there's no real people. They're all just AI imitating human thoughts and behaviors on a loop with no goals and no, no meaning, no path. And it's just like AI replicas of James Earl Jones walking around, 50 of them,
2: 50 Bruce Willis's. I'm thinking if corporations start offering people money for, to the rights to their person at, for the rest of eternity and people will be like, well, I've, I'm so desperate that, okay. And then they'll take these contracts and then all of a sudden the money will become worthless well, and they'll be like, ah, uh, what? And they'll be like, sorry, you signed the contract. We didn't, you know, we couldn't control the value of the money.
3: Well, and Elvis impersonations was the first part of this. You know, he, he sold his image. Oh, right, right. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like, yeah. have
1: you, have you guys played stray? No, no. The, it's the game where you play as the cat. Yeah, that game's amazing. Mm. Yeah. yeah, part of me wishes that like it was a lot longer, but I get. It. I think it's like an indie game, but it's basically it's 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 when I first heard about it, it's like you play as a cat doing cat stuff, and I was like, uh huh. But then you actually figure out what the game's really about. It's about post-apocalyptic world, and there are robot helpers. Spoiler alert for anybody who doesn't want to learn this stuff, but I'm going to mention it. So the game's been out for a little while. There are these robots that are walking around doing stuff. And originally, they were just helper AI bots that would do what humans told them to do. But after a really long time with humans being gone, they slowly started to evolve and adapt their AI and become more human-like. And so, you know, it's, it's a it's a it's a really cool game.
2: I feel like we should have Graham Hancock on the show someday. I don't know if you know him, Luke. Have you worked uh, with Graham? Um, I, I haven't. No. He's talking about Atlantis. He talks a lot about Atlantis. Has been for a long time. And uh, that he, he would be that, great. He would be awesome. Yeah, for a Deep they, dive. They didn't wear their you know, their wealth with modesty. They, they basically became gratuitous. And and I think maybe we might be seeing that in modern society. So. Absolutely.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Steve
2: Graves Radio says, YouTube is heavily suppressing content that
1: discusses the climate agenda. It is so discouraging trying to glow, grow my channel as a dissenter of the mainstream establishment narrative. I would be honored to get a sub from Tim Kest and We Are Changed. Shout out to Steve Graves Radio. Mm-hmm. Ideas should be allowed. If you cannot defeat... Look, if there's some dude on YouTube with like a thousand subs... And he's like, I think the world is flat. And you're like, oh no, our ideas can't defeat this person. Then you've got bad ideas. Yeah. And you've got bad spokespeople. And you need to focus on how you can easily debunk things like flat earth. Yo, it's
2: crazy that people think the earth is flat. I just, it's, it's my no, I know, mind. it's like indication of social decay for sure. Yeah. Why would you revert to some 2000 year old weird it's not fantasy? A, it's not a 2000 year old fantasy, it never happened. Humans never thought the world was flat. Must have been ancient humans. Were nope. like they didn't know any different because they're walking on yeah, what they think it's is. It's like land. a psyop within a psyop. But they because, weren't thinking
1: the, about it because then. they saw the boats on the horizon go down and they went, "Oh, it's round." Perfect. And then it was Aristosthenes, uh, I believe, was, mm. was was the guy, and they uh, measured the the towers' uh, shadow angle mm-hmm. or whatever, and then were, like did the math. There's a guy who watched uh, who was a flat earther who said it's impossible to have actually measured the shadows from great distance because how would he how would he have communicated? And I'm like. He told the guy, go over there and then measure the shadow at this point in time, and I'll go over here and do it, and we'll see if they're different, because they weren't that far away. Dude,
2: you got to pull up a picture of Aristosthenes' profile, because he is the definition of big brain. Big brain. This dude has a big brain. (laughs) Wow. Brilliant, man.
1: Let's grab a couple. Let's just do a couple more super chat. We'll grab one more. Phantom Walker X says Timcast member from Austria here. Just want to say, hope you guys can still turn that ship around for all of us. Yes. Delta, one more. Delta 99 report card says Fast and the Furious and Speed Racer crossover equals world peace. I'm down. I'm just kick, kick it up a notch, everybody. Hey, if you haven't already, would you kindly smash that like button, subscribe to this channel, share the show with your friends, become a member over at timcast.com because we got a particularly spicy members-only show, uncensored, coming up. It's talking about—I uh, can't say too much because YouTube isn't—it is, doesn't like naughty talk. But uh, it's gonna be—it's gonna be good. Head over to timcast.com, sign up, and again, smash that like button. You can follow the show at timcastirl. You can follow me at timcast. Mark, you want to shout anything
3: out? Uh, yeah, the, the Unwokeable podcast. You can find me on YouTube. You can find me on Substack, unwokeable.substack.com. I'm also starting a little organization called Fathers Defending Daughters. You can find me at Give, Send, Go. Um, and yeah, uh, uh, thank you for having me here. I really appreciate it. it yeah,
4: great. Thank you so much for coming. My YouTube channel is youtube.com forward slash wearechange. AOC got nothing on me. Uh, watch out, Alex Stein 99 And two days ago, I did a video specifically on Victoria Newland. It is definitely worth the watch. She has her hands. And in Ukraine for a very long time, youtube.com forward slash we are changed. See you there. Your uh,
2: your jersey's a little wrinkled. Wrinkled, you sure? Yeah. You, oh, do you? you uh, <laughs> I just want to watch you dance around, Luke. I know you do. I hate I to, to see know you, you go, but I'd I love to watch fun. you leave. <laughs> I got a free one for the producers of um for Fast and Furious. Speed Racer goes so fast that he breaks through the time-space barrier and warps through dimensions, landing next to Vin Diesel or whoever's in the, the movie. And now you've got a cross or you just gotta get the rights. I wanna remind you that at 2 p.m. tomorrow, Eastern Standard Time, I'll be meditating in a deep trance for at least five minutes. And I'm gonna let it roll as long as I feel. You do the same, be there with me in the in the ether and I'll see you there. And at three o'clock tomorrow, p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I will be doing Pop Culture Crisis on YouTube. Check it out, Pop Culture Show on Twitter. I'll see you then.
5: Well, Ian has a busy schedule for tomorrow afternoon. You guys should all join him in wishing him to do th- whatever you
3: want him to do and see <laughs> if it works. You guys can follow me on Twitter and Minds.com at Sour Lids, as well as SourPetulets.me.
1: We will see all of you over at TimCast.com. Thanks for hanging out.
5: Bye, guys.
1: Plus.